Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered to buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offroad Podcast. I'm your host, Steve. And I'm Ian. And we are here for episode number 47. <laughs> you didn't hold it long enough. You're right. I, <laughs> I had somebody on TikTok the other day comment that on something. Commented bush? Yeah. Were you polishing no, the bush was, can? No, it was something about that. It, I was doing something on there, and uh, he, it, I, I did something with the Jeep, and he was like, that deserves a bush. I was like, you must listen to the podcast. He's like, hell right, yeah, I do. deserves a bush. <laughs> like, damn right I listen to the podcast. So, uh, all right. It's episode 47. It's a good size tire to run. Amen to that. That's Matt a- would not uh, disagree. You know what I heard today? What? His truck's done. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've seen hear? pictures. Oh, have you? Yeah. Is it on little tires still? I don't know. Yeah. I didn't see oh. pictures of tires. I oh, saw pictures just, of other stuff. Just sitting there? Yeah. Josh doesn't send me anything anymore. because he doesn't like you. I don't like that guy. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm take your XJ down there, drop it off, and nope. I'll talk to you all the time. Nope. I refuse. Okay. Fine. It'd be that way. And you know what's funny? You're going to get a Snapchat mm-hmm. about that. Good. Hope I do. Probably two of them. I hope Sarah sends you one, too. So we're doing another giveaway. <gasps> what are we giving them away? I don't know. It's over there on the table somewhere. Okay. I got to go figure it out. We'll just give a swag. Some swag. Some swag. We'll just say some swag. Just some swag? Sure. Do you want me to go there and like pick it out? No. Okay. Just the same. We'll just give us some stuff So away. I ran the giveaway on Face Pages. Yep. And I was watching it, and I accidentally put it on my personal page. Because you're special. Well, I wasn't paying attention. I thought I was on the Trail Riders group, and I wasn't. So, Share to it. those of you... Share it on the podcast page here. I will, but then nobody can win, because the winner has already been winned. Oh, somebody already nailed it? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Did I, I win? No. You're What's the so number? Off. You just gonna drop it? Or are we gonna I know, do a I want whole you, build? What, up? what was it you thought doing, Wade? I was like fifty two twenty something, fifty two fifty. You think so? Like yeah, right around fifty two hundred. I was thinking fifty two fifty three. Okay, and I threw it on the scale. Yep. Did you have doors on it? Full doors. Doors. So it is everything. Give us the specs. It's everything ready to roll. XJ. Yep. Okay. Forty four nine inch. No. 40s. No carpet. Mm-hmm. Everything else is full interior. Race lines. Race lines. The back end has the structural steel in it with a lot of extra floor pan for the One fuel winch. tank. A winch. A 12,000 pound winch. Synthetic uh, rope. Quarter inch front bumper. Yeah, synthetic rope on it. That's probably about it. Wait, why did you have shit in the back? Like yeah, I had, all, I had all my tools in it. I had most of my tools in it. Uh, all the straps to strap it down, which is a little extra weight. Cash was sitting in it. Damn dog. But that's the that is the spec. Quarter tank of fuel. So it would so be essentially we'll call it plus or minus wheeling weight minus a cooler. Probably. It's right in that. Yeah, it's right in that ballpark. Okay. Like, because if if cash wasn't in there, that would take up for a cooler and then we need some fuel. Your dog does not weigh what a cooler weighs. 60 pounds. No, 50 pounds. All right. I don't know what a cooler for a weighs. Day cooler. To be with you. Yeah. I don't carry a cooler much anyway. I think there's also a case of water still in there. Okay. Maybe. So, anyway. Okay. So you're right around trail. It's in weight. that. It's in that. Yeah. It's in that ballpark. It's within a hundred. It's within a hundred pounds of trail. Survey weight. says. Survey says I rolled it across the scale, forty five hundred pounds even. Huh? I know. That's pretty light. That's what I thought. Is your scale accurate? It's a grain scale, so it better be. That means it's light on your two, end of the two scale. Two different scales. Uh-huh. I scaled it on. Uh, I scaled it at the, um, the oh, old Pioneer. One, yeah, that one place. Okay. I scaled it at one grain place. Uh-huh. They were in kilograms. So I was like, I'm not doing the conversion. And I just, just drove down to the next one. <laughs> I just drove down to the okay. next one. No, because I wanted a picture of it in pounds. Oh, 
Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Uh-huh. For the for the TikToks. For the yeah, for the TikToks. That actually wouldn't be a bad because so I shared it on TikTok too. Forty five hundred pounds. That's gonna be heavy once you get a fucking exo hybrid on there. Heavier, yeah, yeah. Exo sure. hybrid, full frame stiffeners, yeah, and the uh, tubing down the cross member, down the huh? Your front like cross member deal? Oh yeah, yeah. I'd probably be knocking on fifty one hundred pounds by then. Oh man, you. Yeah. It's too heavy. That's heavy. I see. I like to be lightweight. I mean, I'm damn, I'm five grand, but I've got 14 bolts, <laughs> tube chassis, uh-huh. 43s, steel bead locks. Uh, that's how it goes, man. We're not playing race cars. That's for sure. You're, yeah. It's definitely not building race cars. Um, Has somebody hit the weight? Like, oh yeah. Has this Dead building? nuts. Nice. Yep. It has already it has already happened. Who do you think it was? I don't know. Take a guess. I don't know how I would guess that. There's only like <laughs> 800 people that I know. They listen to this podcast. Well, that's even more exciting. We know them. Have I met them? Oh yeah. Do I remember meeting them? Oh yes. Was I sober when I met them? At least some of the times. Brad. No. Sticky. Negative. Okay. Uh, I said some of the times that you've met oh, this person. Some, I met them more than once. Yes. Damn. I don't know. Because I was thinking you were said drunk most of the time, thinking that the one we went down to Tennessee, <laughs> I was drunk about <laughs> a minute. But <laughs> so the winner, the person that guessed that dead nuts, forty five hundred pounds, Dustin Speakman. Dude, that's funny. <laughs> and like I don't know, seventy some comments in. He comments and he comments right at 4,500 pounds. Like, well, there's the winner. Because <laughs> that's, yep, that's what the scale said. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's pimp. We'll, spend, we'll send you the swag packer. You can pick it up. Your call. Ooh. Dealer's choice. I got to go. I'm scheduled to go down there to, we're going to do some tube stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I have to do some honorable mentions. We're going to exo. What do we exo? Oh, really? Yes. Um, gonna be awesome i'm excited josh is gonna come up so honorable so i did the giveaway was on honorable mentions no you didn't guess the weight you lose hold on the giveaway was on facebook no he's about to hand out participation awards i posted the same thing on the top tiktok and travis hartley guessed 4500 pounds and there was another one too that was 4500 pounds in here pretty sure there it is. And it's uh, Zachary Shock. So you guys didn't guess on the right platform. So, well, I mean, thanks for playing. I put it on there about guessing. Like, these are all weights 3,300 pounds. Oh my God, wouldn't that be amazing? What you, single seat <laughs> tube buggy with a full blown comp buggy. Good lord. 3,300 pounds. He's drunk. Wouldn't that be awesome? 3,300 pounds. Sign me up. Yep. 3,300 pound XJ on 40s. <laughs> right. That's party stuff. And my 4.8 has a thousand horsepower <laughs> to the wheels <laughs> through the 43s. No supercharger. Yeah. NA, buddy. NA. Gee, many Christmas. I mean, come on, man. Like, maybe I'm just being over dramatic, but that's dumb as hell. <laughs> 
I like it. The shell doesn't weigh 3,300 pounds, <laughs> for Christ's sakes. Yeah. So a factory, they weigh something like 30. Somebody said they weighed like 35, 33 to 35 factory. And I was like, yep, that, that would be awesome. I wish it still weighed factory weight. Could you imagine how much fun that thing would be at 3,300 pounds? A thousand pounds lighter. That thing would be awesome. It would be insane. How do I lose a thousand pounds? <laughs> and stay strong enough to support 40s? You don't. Okay. There's a <laughs> there's a balance and lighter is not the balance. <laughs> is it though? I mean, it could be, but I just don't know how to no. get down to that weight. You're not going to drop a thousand pounds. A on thousand that. pounds. It's a lot of weight. You have no frame stiffeners whatsoever. Uh, aluminum links. That's not going to save much. Huh? It's not gonna save. It was a much. few pounds. Yeah. Okay. A couple. I mean, pounds. You, you have to shave a, a couple here. A thousand pounds. You got to start somewhere. What tube, else? Okay. What else? Tube you got? front bumper. Smaller winch. Uh, Marginal. Lighter tires. Forged wheels. That would be a good one chunk right there. Marginal. I bet you take shave off a few hundred pounds. Okay. So we got eight hundred more to go. So you should take out all of the interior. Thirty-five uh, pounds. Oh, that's more than that. Forty-five pounds. Put in one seat. Add 25 pounds. <laughs> I just don't think you're going to save a thousand Take the pounds hatch and all that. the doors off. That would shave it down. That would, but then like. Because those doors are like 60 pounds Doors are heavy as shit. So yeah, you'd shave some good weight. They might be more than that. I don't know. They might be more than 60. Might be 80. But either way. Yeah, that'd be awesome, dude. 3,000 pounds. Like, Hell yeah. Party time. What are you doing? What are you looking at? Oh, we're talking about Raptor Liner on the T.O.P. page. Oh, are we? Yep. We're back to that, huh? Yeah. And we're back to episode 10. People don't know we're sponsored <laughs> by Raptor Liner unofficially. Uh, Let's do the mail call. Mail, mail call. call. Okay. What'd you get in the mail today? What if we had a whole segment of mail? That was mail call every week. Well, we like, have, have mail every week. sent us something every freaking week? That'd be awesome. That'd be paired. We have mail every week. So fan mail. This technically is not fan mail. Is fraud. Okay. It's fraud by how? So what are you holding in your hand? I'm holding an axle shaft chunk. Okay. Sent by Shelby. Nope. Okay. I was going to say, it didn't look like a, a two inch nope. shaft. Okay. As soon as I tell you who this is from, you'll know why I call it fraud. Oh no, it's from Bill. It's from Bill. <laughs> because it was not I sent in the think, mail. I mean, is that technically stealing from the company? Uh, he used the company mail buggy <laughs> to deliver mail <laughs> that he didn't pay for. I love it. That's thievery. No, no, that's, that's a perk. That's a felony. It's a job perk. That's like three felonies. It's a job perk. You just stole from his employer. <laughs> you screwed USPS you, you stole, out of like you stole the service eight dollars and sixty five cents, and then probably <laughs> well, you were delivering my mail anyway. But, but I want to know, like, if so, if somebody else puts something in your mailbox or takes something from your mailbox, then it's like, taking like a, it is a felony. is a felony. I don't know about putting something in your mailbox. Okay, but like. And so I'm like, I'm wondering, like, what if the mailman does it? Is he like licensed? Is that like a concealed <laughs> carry? Like, I have licensed to put shit in this box. Authorized to take and receive. But here's my question: to, to to give and receive. How pimp would you'd have to? Okay, I don't. Okay, maybe it's not as. I was like, how cool would it be to just uh -huh. be like, do you live in Champaign Urbana? I will deliver it for free, <gasps> free shipping. But you'd have to be on that route. 
Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, that'd be tough. Like, if he had to ship me something, it damn well would be free because he's going to drop it off. Right. Okay. I still could have called it a felony. I mean, I'm not going to turn him in, but like, yeah. maybe same. if the like postmaster listens to this podcast one Cocaine, day. Cocaine, cocaine, same thing. Yeah. Um, so anyway, <laughs> Bill dropped off a Dana 30 axle shaft stub. I bet he's got a hundred of those sitting down. Boy, <laughs> I've been there and watching broke more than two or three. That's just with me there. And I don't get out much. Yeah. Um, he goes like every other weekend. So here's what's interesting. Thanks, Bill. Hot damn. That's a 14 that, next to a 30 next to a stock Jesus. 14. And now, Bill, I see why you snap these things all the time. Wow. Well, you don't think about that till you think about till it. So you look at it. Huh. That's a damn difference. And this is a 44? Yeah. From a JK? Yeah. Is that what we decided? I think so. Huh. The 44 and the 30. I mean. Oh, it's it's impressive. The 44 and the 30 is not that much. Not a huge difference. Then you put down the old 14 bolt next to it and you're just like, well, I mean, now I get it. Yeah. But even, but now, so like, look at that though. Yeah, so they're now, not, they're not now we're comparing, off. now we're comparing shaft diameter, like beyond the splines. And they're like actually really close. That's why a JK forty four is a legit axle. And you put this thing on, you're like toothpick. Wow. Huh. Interesting. See, this is why I like this because you get the literal life comparison. Like we didn't cut this one down yet. I haven't. I just completely forget about it because I look at this in here. Oh, dude, I've named like (laughs) he fucking straight nailed it. Like absolutely nailed cutting that. Bill, you're cut. We're gonna we're gonna grind off that little nipple on the end of it. I'm gonna and it's the exact out. same height as the 14 bolt shaft that we already had. Yes. So that is a big win. Perfection. Now all we need to do is get this one cut. Can you cut this on your saw? Uh huh. That's why I cut that 14 bolt. Okay, I won't tear it up. Nice. Butter. And that's why I love those saws. Butter, butter, butter. Okay. We have three axle shafts. We got one more in the mail. Somebody else talked to me this week and said, uh, asked for a shipping address. So they're going to send me one more. I don't remember what he said he was sending me, but I'll find out when it shows up, I suppose. Chris, excuse me. Shelby's going to send me one. Yeah. He probably won't send it. Is he going to send you the two inch, the blown apart two inch, or is it destroyed? I don't know. Beyond recognition. I would like it. I need some big axle shafts. Like, I want to get some cool big shit. Like I don't semi? want, like, semi. No, I don't oh, want semi. I want, want like, actual off-road. off-road. I don't want a semi-axle shaft. It's stupid. Yeah. But I don't give a shit, because like I'm not fun, putting a but... semi-axle under my buggy. Right. I want, like, off-road stuff. Somebody posted a picture. <clears> I'm like pretty sure that had to be, shafts. like, a... Yeah, I want a stock Toyota shaft. Jimmy, looking at you. Looking at you. Jimmy um, Jet. I, w- I really like the stock axle shaft game. Just like, I know I can go order up a 40 spline, whatever. I mean, like if you cool broke shit, one nah, and you have it laying around, I, I mean, yes. Give, I wouldn't give that up. Send it but, to uh, us. But I want, like, stock axle shafts because I think that's the the cool comparison. So I would really this, like to set these up on, like, a plate, like a polished plate or something. Is this the end? This is the inner, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 30 spline inner. Yeah. Dana 30, not 30. It's like it's 27 spline, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, but I would love to set the like a bunch of these up on mm-hmm. like a display. Yeah. And just have it. You know, to do you really do we really want them all the same height? I don't know. Not either. I'm not I don't maybe I won't cut this one. I mean, yeah, I kind of do. 
Okay. I think it would look better. Okay. Those mesh together perfectly. <laughs> no, the splines are way bigger. <laughs> What's the 14? So this is a, what did, what would you say? What did we say this was? This is a 27? I don't yeah. Know. This is a 27 spline 44. And this is a 27 spline 30, I thought. But that can't be right, can it? Yeah. Yeah. It meshes up pretty good. You ain't lying. Really nice. Hell yeah. That's yeah. Like, so that's like perfect. Uh, so are these, they're, they're not the same diameter. So it must no. be a different pitch. Yeah. It's got to probably be a different pitch hmm. to make it work on the diameter. Right. You can um, tell that the, you can tell the pitch is different on the 30. It looks like it is anyway. Maybe not. Hell, I don't know. It's just cool to put it all next to each other. Cause you can, about. you can get like measurements and I'm like, Oh, what do you do? It's just a little bit bigger. You know what I mean? But like, so she said, yeah. <laughs> um, but like seeing a 14 bolt next to a, a stock Dana 44 and a stock Dana 30 shaft. Yeah. It makes sense. I need a, I need a Dana 60. I want a Dana 80. I want a Dana 70. I want a Rockwell shaft. I think I just counted 28 splines. Cause you're drunk. <laughs> he had one sip. You drunk. I should start a list of what I'm looking for. Dana 30, Dana 35, 9 inch, 27. Chevy 44. I think I have a Chevy 44 shaft. Sitting I, have, shed smoked. I have three sets of 44 shafts in the shed, like, but I don't think they're broken. Like Dana 44s mm-hmm. okay. for a Ford. Is a Ford 44 and a Chevy 44 the same size axle shaft? Yes, okay. to the best of my knowledge. That's what I thought. Yeah, still Dana 44 across the board. Yeah. 30 spline inner, 19 spline outer. Yeah. I had a broken outer float around somewhere. I, I, find it. I don't care about it now. I have a 30 short side. I want, to see where the me- I want to see where the meat goes into the center section. Okay. That's my goal. That's what you want. You don't want outers. You want inners. No, because you can smoke an outer all day long. Huh. My opinion. I smoked way more inners. But that's what, well, you're going to blow the U joint apart yeah. to take out the outer. My, I snapped an outer clean. Like the shaft. Mm hmm. That's hmm. backing up. Cool. Yep. I wouldn't even do anything. Um, I'm more concerned with the where the carrier or where it goes into the carrier because I yeah. think that's your higher failure point. Well, and that's what we have here. Yeah. Like if you're going to break a shaft, it's going to be between the U joint and. The splines. The spline. At the carrier. Yeah, in my opinion. More so, more often yeah. than the opposite. So the 14 bolt, was it broken or you just cut it? I torched this one. Oh, you did? Yeah. For what? The axle shaft was, I don't remember. Huh. Somehow I couldn't get this out of the fucking axle housing. Oh, interesting. But I don't, I think I just got pissed off at it uh-huh. and just torched it off. Oh, I got you. Because I didn't, I was just you getting the here. housing for the housing. Oh. Like I pulled the brakes off. I wonder why it wouldn't come out. Or the, I pulled the hubs off. Yeah. And other than the hubs, I didn't need, I don't need shit all off the axle. Right. I just want the center section. Mm-hmm. So I just torched it and I've got like 18 fucking 14 bolt stock shafts sitting around. So <laughs> just in case. I probably have about six or seven sets of them. Sets. Yeah. Why? One for my steer axle that I cut up. Yeah. I've had two or three other 14 bolts that I've whatevered over the years. Mm-hmm. I've got two or three sitting out back that have the shafts pulled out of them. One I trashed the spindle on, so I just replaced the entire axle. 
trust and all. That's how you do it. You ever priced <laughs> a set of 14 bolt spindles? Oh, that's not Jeep. You ever tried to put in a 14 bolt spindle? Uh-uh. I haven't either because I went, oh, hell no. You had to weld that in? Dude, you got to get the old one out somehow. Oh. And then it's an interference fit, so you, you have the, to do uh, that. You call the axle surgeon? I just name? Facebooked another 14 bolt for like a hundred bucks. Yeah. And so like when you did it on a day. semi, when you do that on a semi, there's a company called Axle Surgeon mm-hmm. and they'll come out and they will on your semi on the road, take it all apart, cut the hub off, mint like they have a, a lathe yeah, that bolts to bolts it. on. Yep. Cuts it, like bores it out. And then they put a new spindle in, weld it in and yeah. ship you down the road. I mean, it's essentially a simple job. I mean, if you have the tools. That's what I mean. <laughs> but like, and I think you yeah. could, I think you could port a band, cut it off. Okay. Cut it and then grind the weld back. Just keep grinding on it until you get a, a ring, like the line yeah. between the two. Mm-hmm. And then just pull either it cut it from the center and kind of pull it out. But hmm. it's an interference fit of a few thousands. I know that much. So, wow. I mean, it's going to be effing tight in there. Yeah. Um, and then they're like three or 400 bucks for a set of spindles. Oh. I mean, they're custom made. You know what I mean? Right, like yeah. they're not a stock component. Nobody has one just laying around. So it's like, dude, I could buy a damn 14 bolt and a truss for that <laughs> and just be done. Yeah. yeah. And so I've got one of those out there. How'd you trash a spindle? I neglected the wheel bearing. Oh, badly. I looked. I had some like crunchy noises when I ended the wheeling trip. Uh-huh. Backed it off the trailer, pulled it in the driveway. And then was backing up or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't, I don't look right on the <laughs> brake, like the rotor between the brake caliper. Yeah. I'm like, I don't look right. So I looked at it a little closer and you could see the rollers were falling out between the Jeez. hub seal and the hub. Wow. They trashed the hub, trashed the spindle. Wow. So it must have been just effed. No doubt. So. God, was that, was that just effed when you got it? <laughs> I pro- I don't I know I didn't put new bearings in that hub so right, I mean it still, might have been on its way yeah. out or might not have been tight oil enough bath or, bearings just don't fail all the time you know yeah I mean? well that's what I something had to cause it like yeah. I, and so I was like yeah well that axle's junk yep we're gonna so send it is a steer axle candidate now huh that's cool yeah that's our got mail yeah um, so thanks Bill send us some more stuff folks we got. We got new patrons. Nice. Let's hear who they are. Well, I got to get there first. Okay. I got to get over there to the old patron. Uh, I think it was. Oh, God. It's going to be so hard. So, uh, Josh Wilson. And uh, I believe you know Richard. Is it Millum? Yes. I, I mean, that's how I would say it. Yeah. Jeep Doc on YouTube. He joined up. And then the last one I have to go look up because now I can't remember his name. Because it's not at all what his, um, it's not at all what his name is on here. Oh, it's Dylan. That's who it is. You couldn't remember that. <sighs> oh, I'm terrible with names. So I'm just <laughs> literally just, just being talking. I looked crap. at his email and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I don't know, know what it is. Yeah. So thank you, the three of you that joined up this week. We appreciate you. That's pretty awesome. I already added them to the group, to the messenger group. They've been in there chatting around. Doing they thing. It's actually been a lot of fun in there lately. There's been a lot of lot of talk going on in there. Yeah, yeah. it's been uh, it's been busy, which is great because the conversations, I think, in my opinion, have been good. They, um, it's not just the general like clusterfuck. It's yeah. been like there's been some good tech. 
There's been some good fab stuff that's been posted with some like fab and stuff. And yeah, like, that XJ. Yeah. Oh my God. They did that XO on that thing. That, that looked pretty thing good. Was sick. Do you know if they bought that or built that? The what? The XO that. As far as hybrid. I know, that was built. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know they did like that. I wasn't extensive. in the shop those few days. Yeah. Cleaning the floors. Jesus. But yeah, that's why you didn't know. know. His wife called me out for doing a shitty job. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Well, I posted, he probably, they posted a picture and I called him out for having dirty ass floors. Uh huh. And then she called me out for not doing my job. And yeah, I just knocked the keyboard and stuff. <laughs> I was like, what is that? I mean? was ignoring it, but you could not. <laughs> um, so I called them out for having dirty floors. She called me out for not doing my job. And then I'm kind of like, well, I mean, I may talk like I'm hired, but I'm not like officially hired. So, yeah, oh, the commute would be a mother, wouldn't it? Though, I mean, so I'm trying to get. Uh, it's called sacrifice, I guess. Right. I posted a video on Facebook the other day of a of a polished transmission tunnel or a polished uh tunnel on a sled on a snowmobile sled. And Chris commented on it. I was like, oh, I got a couple of friends that would like to have that done. I got a couple of sleds, you know, that like to have that done. I was like, well, you line them up and I'll bring the nine inch with me and we'll just come up there. He's like, yeah, you and Ian can come up. I'm like, yeah, I want to talk to him about that and how, how open your schedule is to go up to Iowa for two days. Well, if I could go sign a contract, contract. yeah, that would be a pretty good worthwhile trip. Right. Chris, Looking directly at you. I'm still trying to figure out how you're going to sweep the floors from here. I will figure that out when the number gets put on paper. Because <laughs> I'm going to work my way up to like something other than floor sweeping. That's yeah. just my end. Yeah. You That's think like you can nobody's like, going to talk shit about my floor sweeping quality because I can use a damn broom. Do you think we can like get you a drone that you can just like pilot from here? Like a sweeper drone? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll, drive, I'll go up there and I'll sweep the floor. So you just go there Monday through Friday? Yeah. Then come back? Mm-hmm. There you go. Home on the weekends? Yeah. There's a couple. There's like a, I think there's maybe an office out there they can put you in for the night. Yep. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, <laughs> you got to make sacrifices in life. It's not a terrible and, drive. Uh, here we are. Yeah. You just, on your, here, let me give you a tip. When you're. Pro tip. Yeah, pro tip. When you are commuting back and forth from Iowa. Yep. Just post on the Trail Riders page that you want to talk to somebody. Call they'll them send up. You, Yep. They'll send you some phone numbers. See, that's what I'm, I've got options. That's how you do it. I, uh, yeah, just need an offer on the table. Just need the pen to the paper is what they say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't remember what we were talking about before. I went on a tangent about not being hired at Complete Offer. I need to, I was going to have my diff pulled out for this week so I could give you guys an update on why it's broken. And you failed. Yeah, I've, been, I've been busy polishing. Loser. Dick. I was going to call you a loser. It didn't really matter what you said there. So. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you're going to tell me. You're going to be a loser. Yeah. I made a million dollars this week. Loser. Loser. <laughs> you're like, wait, hold on. Am I the loser? Because I didn't make it. That-? You're like, Maybe I need to re-question my entire livelihood. Maybe I should have done two million. Maybe I should have shut up. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. But either way. Uh, that's what I need to do with uh with the Jeep. I did drive it the other night to go weigh it, and that was pretty cool. Nice. That was nice. It was, actually was nice. It was nice cruising around in it. It felt pretty good. Like the more I drive it on the road, the better it feels. You know, you little, you're getting used to it. You get wheel it's time. It's not that it feels better. It's yeah. just that you're getting more comfortable. Right. With you're getting it. more yeah. comfortable. You're not not yep. worried about it. You're like I was used driving to how things handle. Used to some squeaks and rattles, and oh, you God. know all those little things. Arr, 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 arr. 
Yeah. Those four Is that a new noise? Is that a new noise? Is that a new noise? <laughs> oh, no, that's not. I don't know. There are no such thing. They're all new noises. That's the thing. It's yeah. all new and shiny. <laughs> it's a hell about shiny. Um, are you going to raptor liner that thing? I don't know. Let's, Maybe let's at some talk point? about this. Are you going to raptor liner it? At, I think that was the plan. This winter. So here's the thing. No. Where am I going to do it this winter? You got a garage. No. Just quit polishing for a week. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bodywork time. Bodywork. Just stick her in there and bodywork it. I think the wife wants the garage back. Because I, I commandeered it when my son was born. Like, or before that, really. And uh, when she was, like, working from home, I, I commandeered the garage for polishing. And I have not really given it back, but more than, like, two days. I think she would enjoy, like, having her garage back. She'd be pissed. She, yeah. Um. So... I want to Raptor line it, but at the same time, I love the color scheme. So do I like Raptor line it and yeah. keep the color scheme? Notice how I just said, yeah, before yeah. you were done. Cause I knew where you were going. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. That's what, if I do, that's what I'll happen. Probably. I don't know. Or I do the whole thing in bougie blue and call it a day. What do you think? What are your thoughts on that? You know, I like my thoughts. What are your thoughts? I'd do it in blue and be done. Just bougie the whole thing. Huh. I think it'd look good. I agree. Would it not stand out enough at them? It'd be so like vanilla. Is it bad to say that bougie blue would be vanilla? That's on you, bro. <laughs> like you're all you started the movement and now you're backing out of it. I'm not backing out of it. I want to paint most of it bougie blue. Seems like you're backing out of it. Uh so seems like you're backing out of it. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me be more explanatory as to what's going on here. I'm not painting it. It's not getting raptor line until it has new doors. Okay. <laughs> I know so, you had said that you wanted to get new doors put on it. Don't you yeah. have doors, though? I have doors. Okay, I thought you had. I just haven't gone through and made all of them complete. Like, I have to do some work to them to make sure they all work. You know what I'm saying? Are so they I power? To, no. They're, so what? There's some manuals. I have to make sure all the manual cranks work. Well, okay. and if they don't, I need to maintenance all that. Just swap them from the yep. old doors. They don't work. Oh, they're different? That's the No, no. They like The ones in my doors are fucked, so that's why I'm switching. Roger, boss. Part, that's part of the reason I'm switching. The other reason is dense and mostly rust. Okay. So no, I mean that's completely understandable. Yeah, if you're I wouldn't want to waste my yeah. time putting on Raptor on shitty doors. Right. So I'm going to swap out the doors. I've got like eight or ten doors out back that I can choose from. Some of them are power, some of them are manual. I'm pretty sure I can swap the manual into a power door. So I need to work on that. Uh once I get that figured out, I need to um get the two by six rocker underneath put in. That's something I want to have done before I raptor it. And then I'd also like to have the quarter panels finished. So once the quarters are finished, the new doors are on, and the two by six is down there, all the basically all the body you stuff. get to work. I am trying to make money. I don't have any money. I spent it all. So until I have money, I can't do work. Sorry about you. I'm right there with you. I'm, I need a I'm welder and a garage. Where I just <laughs> uh, I I just about pulled the buggy in this week and cut the rear end up. Mm-hmm. Like I about just said hell with it. I, um, but then I was like, I don't want to cut it up and then be sitting here with it yeah. torn apart. So what do you do? Nothing. You just me. I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like, yeah. Cause I'd like to cut that rear winch bar out, cut that plate out, move that winch up in there and move some stuff around in the rear. Oh, yeah, you won't do that. 
But I'd really like to have my bump stops ordered and have them so I can mock those up a little right. bit. But I don't have the dollars for bump stops because I got to buy gears and a shifter. And yes, you those heard are that right. I have to buy a shifter. Seemingly, we would know somebody that maybe we could talk to that has a shifter company. Yeah. I you know, pretty well wore out that like avenue. A shifter, a shifter company. And a nice one. A really good one. Yeah. Oh, they're good ones. Best in the country. I would agree with that. I'm not getting one for free. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Got the veto on that? I got told Damn. to go pound my B&M shifter. So not shouting him out. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had some conversations the other day about some cool shifters. How much is a shifter? I don't even know. A couple hundred bucks. You didn't look it up? No. No. Oh. I don't really care how much it is because I know they're badass shifters. Yeah. I've seen one. I've touched one. Okay. They're pimp. My B&M sucks. It's not a bad shifter. I just don't like it. So, like, I don't know. Unless yeah. it's like a grand, I'm going to buy Ooh. it regardless. Somebody I was. Now I want to know. I was thumbing around it's on like the interwebs bucks. and Rory was having a conversation about shifter stuff. And somebody said something about wanting a shifter that basically like went in place of your factory XJ shifter. So okay, essentially, hold when you on. Sat- I want to talk about this for a okay. second. Well, hold on. You need to get your shifter thrown in the dumpster, but go ahead. Okay. Um, I think that's where you're getting. <laughs> but I just, I've, I meant to text this to you earlier this week. Okay. And I completely forgot and then just like Why caught that. To, okay. So anyway, I'll somebody was asking about a shifter for an XJ and what they want. So instead of like, ha- like hacking up the center console and putting in a standard, you know, I don't want to shout them out. Do I want to shout them out? Yeah. I do. Oh, yeah. Just because he doesn't give my freeloading ass free <laughs> shit, that's not me. It's just a terrible person, you know. Like I'm gonna try to get sponsored. We're like, trying to leverage. Hashtag here. need sponsorship. But like, <laughs> would you sponsor? Well, hold on. Would I sponsor me? <laughs> so like, maybe if you had a hundred thousand followers on TikTok. Oh my god! I hope I hope he would just go no get get out of here with your TikTok. Okay. <laughs> but uh, that's what I mean. Like hashtag need sponsors. But like. Hashtag wouldn't sponsor myself. Yeah. Okay. Well, I get that. Okay. So Rad Designs is who we're talking about. And did I say last week that he stepped up and is sponsoring the Outlaw series next year? I I'm trying to keep relevant on those. Shock Jesus stepped up with Liberty oh, Mountain Fab nice. this week. Crawlers on board. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. I dropped that I like a couple that. weeks ago. Really? On this podcast, which Are you I'm sure? pretty sure you were part of. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I don't think I listened to it. (laughs) I don't even know what to tell you. Um, Rad Designs is part of it. Yep. Yeah. So he sent me a message and he's like, paying your salary. I'm like, damn right, son. Damn right. right. Hold on. I got to tell you my reply to that because this will just make you laugh. He sent me that and said he's paying my wages. Uh Uh-huh. To which I replied. Just send the me recovery a rig needs a quality, <laughs> safe shifter. It does. Yeah. I mean, I don't see like from a quality company. How tragic would it be if there was a, a safety violation caused by a B&M shifter at the top of a hill An during event. a series that is sponsored <laughs> by a shifter company? That's not b and I mean, God, it would Just be terrible. Saying. The irony. That's like me running <laughs> treps on a series that's sponsored by Interco. The irony. And I winning. Know. And winning. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't personally, in my pea brain, 
I don't see how it's not a safety issue, and I should I'm required to have one of those shifters for free. But seemingly the one there's only one guy that can make that happen. So it's not like I have a shot going to like his partner. I love one guy disagrees <laughs> slightly, and that slightly is the difference between yay or nay. I love how you've twisted this around and made it into a safety issue. This is this is exactly how like politicians do it, and they make it work. Yeah, yeah. You know the difference between them and me? Uh, they have IRS to get. They your make ass. it work. <laughs> you keep trying. I'm like a politician a that didn't get invited to the table. Yeah, well, that's probably a good thing for a lot of people. <laughs> it is a good thing. Anyhow, okay. So I'm not, tell, I just wanted to share. Try that to tell with a damn you, story, you freeloader. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, hashtag me sponsored. <laughs> They Hasht- don't know I need sponsored if I don't ask. Hashtag won't, won't sponsor myself. <laughs> I mean, I'm at least honest about it, right? So I was on Facebook and I saw Rory having a conversation with somebody else. And that person was asking for a XJ, a shifter for an XJ that will fit like it does all the things of a normal rad shifter. Did you see the picture of this one? No. Of what one? Of his shifter that was flush mounted into an XJ. Has, is this recent? Yeah. I'll no. find it for you. Okay, you have to find that. Because it's effing clean, dude. Well, because they were talking about doing one, and they had ideas or something like that. And he's like, hey, you pay for it. I'll build it. And I'm like, I'm going to need a price quote on that. Because like, if you can make it fit, because I just love the way stock stuff looks. Like You look inside, it looks factory, and all of a sudden, now it's a... You don't know it, but there's a sweet-ass shifter tucked underneath of it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they were talking about it, and and I don't know. I have no idea what the price was, but I was interested to find out. I was like, well, how much would that even cost? Like, I mean, I get it. I get when there's like custom stuff. It's like people want to buy a polished cast iron skillet. It's like, how do I even price that? You know what I mean? You have to determine on what that's worth to you. I mean, like, yeah, like you can how, buy a shifter, slap it in love, there and go, thanks, have a nice day. But right. like, how do you want it clean? Is it worth your extra money to make it clean? To here's pay for my thing. Like, I want my stuff to look good. Yeah. But at some point. Functionality is important. Point like, yeah, I don't know. Um, so I was just, this clean install. The reason you told me to get rid of my shifter. Oh no! The reason that I told you to get rid of your shifter is I was watching a video of you wheeling. Uh huh. And what I don't like in this video, and I don't really know how you fix this. Okay. I can tell you how I would fix it, but you don't like my fab style. Which which video was it? Was it me going up the wall? I don't know. Oh. Okay. It was a wheeling video of you and your XJ. So recently. Yeah. Yeah. It was from this last okay. trip. Um, you have to lean forward. Yes. To shift from reverse, when not I'm, from park. Like, I mean, obviously park too, but yeah. I watched you. It was somebody was taking a video. I don't remember. It was on the videos. hill and I was like leaned back in the seat and like, yeah. I, I, my arms aren't long enough to get all the way up but there. Your shoulders it. had to come off the seat. Yes. To grab from reverse or to grab to reverse. To reverse. And I don't like that because it would be nice if it wasn't that way. If you had to, oh shit, reverse it. You're fucked. You're fucked. Oh yeah. There's no way. And I was thinking about that while I was on do that. You still hill. have to push the buttons. Yep. Okay. To get so into like, reverse. aside from that being a huge issue problem. Yeah. You just because, straight can't because reach it. If you're in a panic moment and you push that button, you'll go right into park. Yeah. You're going to hit park and you're going yeah. upside down over. Yeah. And I, as- I'd actually know somebody that legit did that uh-huh. and grabbed park instead of reverse. Yeah. And I honest to God think he would have been fine in drive. 
No, oh. no fuck no. He was going end over, oh, okay. like up, nose yeah. over backwards. Um, but if he'd have got if he would have hit reverse uh-huh. and he wouldn't have went all the way to park, if he yeah. had that detent between park and reverse, uh-huh. that he would have just backed it down. It would right. have just set that front end right back down. Instead, it went end or like front over ass twice. Oh, toasted the A pillar cab. Jeez, blew the glass, like the the side window, the rear side windows, the hatch and the windshield out of this XJ. See, that's why or I would like to Cherokee, have. Sorry, but that's why I would like to have a manual. That's what would be nice about having a manual. You get into that situation and you can just clutch. Yeah. And then just it's just dead weight and just falls. I mean, the only time that doesn't work is when you're like dead straight vert. up. You know, yeah, straight vert and you're going and you like get in reverse and be able to pull yourself yeah. down. Well, that's how my gate on my BM. I can take it from smack. drive and I just I don't even have to like grab, I just Nothing. throw it forward. Yeah. And it's in rehaul. But it's got that park rehaul. Um it's got that gate to keep it from going to park. Park, yeah. Because that essentially, you might as well damn just stand on the gas at mm-hmm. that point because you sound cool on the video. As you're going over backwards, yeah. just all four wheels are upside down, all four wheels in here. Yeah. Pegged it, man. <laughs> I panically pegged it. She's got no oil pressure, but it sounds awesome. Um, <laughs> Mine's quiet, so it wouldn't even just be like. Did you find it yet? Did you find my picture of my new no, shifter? I'm working on it. Oh. I don't remember where I seen it. That's the I problem. Either. Uh, what are you gonna do? So, that's one of the things I would like to put in my Jeep at some point. Um, cage, um, shifter seats, lots of safety things. Maybe some fire aid would be nice. If we get a hold of them. I never heard anything from Chris this week about it. Did you hear anything? I have not. Did I you hear anything at the shop there? so busy this week. Sweeping those floors. Haven't been officially hired. Oh. I mean, I'm just over here waiting with my broom and my dustpan. <laughs> you broom and your dustpan. Um, so, yeah. So, that's what I do remember. I was going to text you this, but I'll just call you out on a podcast. Um, I don't like. Yeah, I don't like that. You don't like that. That you can't grab. Yeah. yeah. Reverse. I can't. Yeah, everything pulling your shoulder because my eventual. If I move my seat forward, I could. Well, but yeah, but then you're gonna like. I, don't I assume you have it there because you're comfortable with your pedals and your steering wheel. I guess wheel. so. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you don't sit far away or farther away from the steering wheel than you normally would, would like to. You know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you sit there because it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. So how do I? So then do I make a shifter that like kind of comes back to me? So I can do that, or do I actually move the entire shifter back? That becomes the question. I would I would blow that stock console out of there, build you a nice sheet metal, like Ugh. a nice aluminum uh-huh. console, bend it up, break it real nice, just a nice, uh-huh. put some cup holders in it, a cubby hole, and uh, move that shifter backwards. Hmm. Interesting. That's what I would do. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. You could do it. Do a cl- lot. You could do it clean. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's the thing. You could. Polish you could it. do it. That's what I'm. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, if we're building it out of aluminum. Um. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think you could go with a custom console. That was my yeah. answer. Is yeah. ditch the stock console. I know you said you want to keep it clean, but I think Just you can take looking. your time and keep a nice clean. Yeah. Clean console, and you could even do some like cup holders, do a little cubby hole mm-hmm. thing in there for like put your phone or something in there, and uh, just move that shifter back. Hmm. 
But my thought with that also, and see, this is why you're not going to like it. At that point, you're probably going to want to change seats too. Yeah. So you might as well do all that at the once. Right. That's not a bad idea. And then cha-ching. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it's just how it goes. And then while you're there, you might as well tube chassis the whole thing anyway. Yeah. And throw See how my life goes to shit real quick. <laughs> I just spent 50 grand of your money in about 12 seconds. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's the problem. It's so easy to spend everybody else's money. Yeah. Not true. Well, I've already blown all mine. Yeah, so I got to blow going, somebody else's. I get it. I totally get it. What does the wife send me now? pictures oh boy whoa what time is it it's time for you to oh nod. it's nine o'clock yeah it's bedtime oh she sent that a while ago yep this kid's not going to sleep looks like he's trying to run away he is running but he away. doesn't know how to run so he's he's, he's like, on the crawl he's like crawl he's working on crawl it. sliding away that's awesome um yeah i think you got to go custom console but i also think you're going to want to do that after you get your seats mounted yeah, I think you're right. I think just get so you of, can, because I would, I would like to sit in the seat myself and say, I want my shifter. Here. How do I get PRP to sponsor me, bro? That like that ain't gonna happen. Okay. This is <laughs> this is Mister Hashtag Need Sponsored, and I'm Mister Hashtag Need Sponsors. You ain't gonna get PRP. Well, like I was gonna buy a set of Corbos like you got mm-hmm. because they're not that really not that unaffordable. No, they're a nice seat for what they are. Yeah, and I, mean, like, I don't think they're bad seat at all. Yeah, and then everybody else is like, oh, you should go PRP. I'm like, well, I mean. They aren't paying for it's the thing. I mean, they're not a cheap seat. <laughs> Some of the guys already have them, so yeah. Well, that's part of it. I don't know. Oh well, I am day. happy with my Corbos. Um, they're nice seats, very comfortable. But the nice thing is, for your Jeep, they make slider bracket adapters, so you can just bolt them to your factory sliders. Know what I'm saying? Yep, I know what you're so saying. Theoretically, you're tall. still going to be set. You will do what now? Hopefully it's not too tall. No, I don't think it would be. It's yeah. going to be no different than what you have now. Because you can what mold you it have to, now. to your bracket. Yeah. yeah. Yep, that'd be ideal. But I think as far as like the bolster and how you're going to sit in the seat, you'd want to know and then be like, mm, boom, shifter right here. Thanks. Right. Have a nice day. Yeah. Get some nice seats in there. Get a. So I think, and I don't know if this is the exact order. Oh, you found one? Oh, we'll see. That's an aftermarket console. Yeah, that's kind of what this I. This is what you were. This do. is the one you saw, though. Yeah, it was super clean. Yeah, look how far forward that shifter is still. I, I know, know, but maybe, but like, yeah, you can put it wherever you want. You're gonna put it where it's comfortable for you. He kept so he sliced up most of the console mm-hmm. and kept the uh, the armrest. armrest and the thing. Yeah, uh-huh. that's kind of slick. Yep, I don't absolutely love it, but I don't absolutely hate it. I think I could do it a little better. Myself, I think you could do it to fit your what you were looking for. Yeah, huh? Interesting. So mine has two shift cables coming into it. I the think on the front of the shifter. Wonder why? I don't think you know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> Would it not be a wire for the like neutral safety switch or something? No, no. Like it's that? like two in the front. There's the steel bracketry that the that the cables like snap into. And I'm pretty sure there are two of them there. No, I was gonna say, I wonder if one's for the e-brake, but it's not, I don't, I'll have to pop my shifter cover off and look at that. I just, for the life of me, do not understand what I don't either. You would have that like for, I don't, either. I don't do Jeep don't things. So I know Jeep guys do <laughs> stuff a little differently than the rest of us. <laughs> A little differently. 
Let's see if I can find a picture of it. Um, dee dum dum dum. But I don't see what what else I like, you would have one cable that goes from the damn thing to the thing. Blows my mind. I don't understand Jeep things. Um, that makes three of us. But anyway, I'm looking. God, I did so much research on 14 volt steering stuff this week, but I don't want to bore people with that because I would like to get an expert on here to talk about that. Right. Oh, what is this? But what is this? I don't even know what you're talking about. Steve's on his phone again. I am because I came across a Rad Designs upgrade AW4 floor shifter. Look at that. Look how clean that is. Yeah, but it's not the VX shifter. I don't know what that is. That's the VX. I showed you the VX shifter. They make other. The sh- they don't make just one shifter bra. Uh, okay. I get that, but that one's like, if that one's inside of like it looks like it belongs. Uh huh. That's nice. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. So what's so good about the VX? The VX has adjustable gates. So oh. you can put the gates however you want, wherever you want, as big or as tight as you want. Uh-huh. It's pretty much the end all be. No, I'm not going to say pretty much. It is the end all be all of shifters because oh. what else does I does everything? Roy, we're going to need you to leave the room before your head gets too big. He's just laughing. <laughs> he's just I, he's loving Sh- it. Shut this off now. We're going to need you to shut this off. Um... That really, dude, that's one of the bigger <laughs> upgrades. Like I cannot for yeah. the life of me stand because I don't look at my shifter when I'm going because I know my shifter, how my gates are set up that I can go from reverse to neutral to drive without pulling my lever, the like release lever. Mm-hmm. So it, it has a detent between drive and second, and then I have to squeeze it halfway to go to second or first. And I can just push between those two. But my problem is there's so much slop in it all. Mm hmm. The whole apparatus, and I've screwed with adjusting this for years. And I every time you're in drive, it'll occasionally pop it down into second, or to no, it would be first, maybe first, maybe it's second, don't remember. Um, and it would just stay in that gear, and you're like, mm, it must got to be first, <laughs> make it because it wouldn't shift. Are you ready? And you would this? go, Oh, yeah, let me put it back in drive. Are you ready? Let's for see this? it. Yeah, that's. An XJ Center console. Okay, so let's see what I'm saying. It's the same thing. It's just done differently because right. he kept the back of the console. Yeah, it's newer XJ. The e brake is on I the side. I think you could flush mount a radio in there. A radio? Oh, like a oh, yeah. Hey, like a yeah, like a VHF radio. Uh-huh. You could flush mount one of those in there. Dude, yep. I'm just saying you could do cool shit. I'm looking for a picture. I I just found one of a shift of the shifter a minute ago that showed like the shifter and it showed like the two. Oh my God. I have to share this conversation that I just had with you because it just. <laughs> with whom? What are you doing? Who'd you have a conversation with? Me and Rory are conversating. Oh man. While we're doing this. I like Rory more now. Like 12 oh, seconds ago. I liked him. He's up a level now. <sighs> I'm guessing he's talking shit about me. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh Yeah. <laughs> Huh. You're lucky this isn't the Patreon. <laughs> we can say a lot more on there. It's the unedited version. Unrated extra right, what's, content. What's he talking? What's I'm the just, shit? I'm just not going to say it, but I'll, Come on. I'll show it to you. But, oh, you'll show it, but I can't yeah, say it? No. What? Well, I'm not going to say it out loud, but I'll let you read it. But it's funny. Huh. It's just funny. All right. Well, let me see. Um, okay. Let me see. Can I read it out loud? No, you cannot read it out loud. <laughs> But you That's can, unfair to the listeners. Oh, they just know that he's talking shit about oh, you. God. 
Now you see why he leveled up in my life. Oh, good. Now he's going to reply. <laughs> this is even better. Now he's going to start an internet pissing match with a vendor. <laughs> I love it. Um, Pretty much, long story summary short, he said do it. So you just need to do it. Just cut it up. Saws all the whole thing out. Wish I had like a remote turn off button for my phone. <laughs> yeah, you're going to wish that when you get it back. I'm, not, I'm just going <laughs> to claim Bush Light. I don't know how this thing works. It's, it's a phone. phone. The <sighs> keyboard is the same. It's the same standard text messaging keyboard. If you can text on a flip phone, you can text on anything. <laughs> Well, hopefully he knows my sense of humor by now. <laughs> so anyway, so I need to ditch my stock interior, my stock console. Yeah. Like I need to cut it up anyway. Uh-huh. Make yeah. something different. Throw a rad flow. A rad flow. <laughs> that just rolls off the tongue so easy. A rad flow shifter. After saying it like 80 times. A rad designs shifter in there. What'd you call it? The VXL? No. No, the VX. The VX. The VX is the pimp. I think VXL titties. is a Traxxas product. Uh, yeah, I believe it is. <laughs> so anyway, I need to throw one of those shifters in. Did you find a price on it? Yeah, it's right around 300 bucks. 300 bucks. A little over 300 bucks. Mm, it's not terrible. Nope. I wonder if I need to buy a new cable. It comes with the cable. Oh, it comes with the For cable. Sure. Okay. I'm sure he can hook me up with the products mm, I need. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it comes it, with the cable. To make it function. So... Do that, move it back. I would feel a lot more comfortable if I had that. And I was actually kind of fit, trying to figure that out the other day on how to modify my existing shifter for now so that I don't have the reverse gate. Mm-hmm. So it was something that was definitely on my mind, especially after playing on that wall when I was like, oh, God, I feel so steep. And then I watch a video. I'm like, oh, I should have just hit the gas. Yep. That's life. The nice thing I like about reverse being slappable, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, I don't have to, I can look at where my tire is and I can go, I don't have that roll from neutral. Like if you have to like click, click, you know, you kind of, sometimes oh. you kind of get a little roll back. Oh, really? Or forward. Yeah. I get what, like when you're just stopping. Cause you can kind of, you can kind of hold the brakes. You can kind of give it a little throttle and you can kind of like start letting off your throttle a little bit and you can slap it in oh. reverse and it's almost it's almost like a neutral drop but it's like a controlled neutral drop I if that makes you. sense so if you like want to back up just a little bit you can kind of feather that throttle and then feather your brake a little bit and mm-hmm. then just pop 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 whereas and you can you can do it solid on the shifter if that makes that's what i mean right like you could solidly grab reverse solidly grab drive you don't have to like Oh yeah. shit! I hit park because uh-huh. I didn't. You know what I mean? Oh, I went to, I went to, I went to first because I was trying to hit drive. So, um, so you just reach over and you can slap it, slap it, and it's a solid, right? Solid engagement, I guess. There is a oh, what is it? There's a guy on YouTube, a kid on YouTube, or fellow on YouTube, whatever you want to call him. And it's called Nick and Time Films. He makes a controller for the AW4 that does some pretty trick shit. Mm-hmm. So like, what does it can, basically make it like a manual valve body kind uh, of a thing? Sort of like it makes it so you control control everything in the transmission. And I'm not too sure that Rory doesn't make something similar. They do it electronically. Yeah, yeah. So because it's, it's all, just like switches. so your controllers in your dash for your transmission. He made one here recently, more recently, last year or so. It's called the Nifty Shifter Junior. Okay. It's plug and play. Mm, you, you literally just unplug your transmission controller, 
plug this in, plug your transmission controller into that. And then it has wires coming out of it that you can run your different switches off of that run things like um, torque converter lockup. You can literally, you can engage torque converter lockup at any given time. I was like, how nice would that be if you were like crawling and you could engage like torque converter lockup. So you're just, it's like a manual. Like the torque converters like in lockup. That'd be sweet. You'd have the ultimate amount of control. Yeah, you would. Yeah, he was talking about like being able to downshift into first and put torque converter lockup for going down a hill. I was like, mm-hmm. that'd be nice. That'd feel nice and comfortable. Yes. Yep. Um. Yeah, I would. I really want to go reverse manual valve body on my four hundred. How come? I just think you got another level of control. You know mm. what I mean? Like why reverse though? Uh, it changes the way you shift. Like the shift instead of like reverse neutral drive one mm-hmm. two it changes that up so i think it'd be mm. a little so instead of going from reverse to drive it'd go reverse to first only yeah so then you need to like it would as you're driving like, you're dropping you have yeah. to like drop gears mm-hmm. that's what my brother's got in his car is a reverse manual valve body 400 but then it's just, like i said it's just another level of control yeah which is pretty much off-roading yeah. The more control you can have. I mean, that's if you look at anything, that's why you do what you do. The only thing I don't like about the XJ, the AW4, the way it's set up is that first and second are on the same thing. They're on the same like shift. And so you cannot lock. You can't hold first gear. Hmm. So like if I get on a hill and want to like bounce it off the limiter and warm the tires up, it'll shift to second gear every time. Even if you put it in first, uh-huh. like that's the thing. One and two is the same. Like it's drive, oh. it's overdrive, third, one, two. You don't have first, second, third overdrive on the shifter. Huh? Yep. So well, that's, that's one of the things that's one of the things that that um, the module would do. That module does the nifty shifter is it makes it you can do that. It's a, his other one. He does the the regular one that he built is like a like a actual like brick module. And it has like an indicator on it that tells you what hmm. gear you're in. And then the junior, he offers that too. So you could like cut out in your cluster if you wanted to. Yeah. And have like a, a shift little square indicator. and put that indicator on there a little. Yeah. Yep. You can do that. So that'd be pretty slick. That'd be awesome for the XJ just to be, you could know what gear you're in. Cause sometimes mine, when it gets hot, it'll stick in third and it's really annoying. But the transmission will stick or the. It's not the shifter. No, no, it's the transmission. Okay. I don't know. The transmission must get hot and the solenoid either sticks or something, but whatever it is, you can shut it off and fire it back up and it resets. Huh. So whatever, whatever is causing it, you can reset it by restarting the engine. Interesting. Yep. Probably got wet somewhere. Like, (laughs) no, (laughs) nothing ever gets wet off road. When I got that thing, it had, I pulled the door panels off and the speaker grills in the door had like a mud line on them. So it was at least that deep at some point in the interior. So that's fairly, that's deepish. That's almost up to the center console. <sighs> like the, almost the top of the center console. And people wonder why I hate mud. Like, <laughs> oh, that pains So much me. rather just have rocks. God, yes. <sighs> that's just me. Though. Rocks break so many things. Yeah, but mud breaks but things. And mud you work on just them. gets dirty. <laughs> like at least rocks. It gets like, everywhere. Oh, it's broke. Cool. Cool. Mud, you're like, oh my, I'm not even getting out of this thing. Like, just, you. Somebody go get a dozer and push me out of this mud hole. I'm not, I'm not hooking up to a straw. But every time I see a mud hole, I'm just like, 
Don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't do it. And then you see Rick. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I, I led him into a hole once. Well, was that Fred or Rick that you let in? Both. You really led both of them in there? Yeah. What a dick. Well, I drove in it. Did it, you drive through that first one? I don't the know. one that Rick got stuck in that we like showed the crawler rope. I don't know. I, I drove around, around that. Yeah. I nope the I nope the fuck out of that. Yeah. And then I got called out for driving around it. And I'm like, <laughs> you you're damn right I did. Uh-huh. Then I was in the lead doing some trail riding and we come up to this mud hole. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it looks like a freaking mud hole. Well, I got called out the last time, so I'm gonna hit this one. Yeah. I'll save some pride. It was much deeper. Drove in that thing, and that 43-inch tire was in the mud hole. Like, gone. Gone in the mud hole. And I'm like, so I noped out of that, hit it rehaul, and backed up out of it. I just want to see, I want to see what vehicle made that rut. I don't know, because it literally was like. It sucked 33, 43-inch tire was covered in mud. I know. Like, I want to know what was playing in that hole. It was fine for a second, and then it, like, got real deep real quick, and it was, like, that sticky, solid mud. And then Rick hit it in the Sammy, did the same thing, got buried, and then backed out of it. he's on 40s. His beadlocks were, like, flush-packed full of mud. It was, like, that sticky, gooey shit. they had gravel in it. There were rocks. I was pulling rocks out of that shit when I was washing rocks. Straight up inch and a half. And, uh... rocks. Yeah, then Fred gave her the old beans, (laughs) and... And Fred's on what size tire is Fred on? I'm gonna say he's on a forty. It's gotta be somewhere in that yeah, in it's, that it's range right around a forty. Yeah, with an LS on a YJ. Yeah, and, and that thing, boy, but it and it diffed out. It, oh yeah, forties diffed out. Oh yeah, solidly. Yeah, like it was nuts. So my question there is, what was playing in that? What the hell was playing that? <sighs> Min- <laughs> minimum forty sevens. But like, how often do you see a rig that size over there? And to be like that close to the side, like to that close to the, huh? Could it have been a side by side on thirty fives? I mean, they're lighter, but they so but it's not they're, gonna dig they're as much. IFS. So the center, yeah, of the peak would That's be higher. I mean. Like they're lighter, they're gonna stay on top of that. Where my like our shit just like pushes down in there. So they're just gonna but stay up. But it was clear that higher. the ruts were deeper than oh, forty they were inches deep. But the thing is, is like, well, what I'm getting at is. A thirty-five inch, a thirty-five inch on an IFS IRS, uh, but a thirty-five on a side by side is like a big ass tire on a side by side, right? So they're out there. Oh, they're out there, but damn! One of the guys on when I said something when I posted about Badlands on TikTok, I had one of the guys on there uh, say he was going to be there, and he had thirty-fives on his. Hmm. So I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was just a big ass side by side down in there rutting that out. You know, a couple of guys playing around, rutting that out. And then when somebody goes in with a solid axle, they get diffed out. They diff out. Yeah. I just, you just don't see things there that big that often. Like you I don't, know. That's you don't what see I'm saying. big like, dumb yeah. mud trucks there that much. Yeah. I don't know. That was a big Maybe I don't spend hole. enough time there. I don't know. I'm sure they're there, but. Yeah. Boy, it was a big mud hole, but I, I feel like I slightly redeemed my pride. I feel like when Matt shows up, like he gets a lot of looks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, it's a big truck. It's a big truck on big tars. Big and tars. Um, what else you want to talk about today? What are you doing? What, Did you, you do anything this week? No, I didn't do nothing. You didn't do anything. Nope. Um, I don't. I, like I said, I was about to pull it in and start <laughs> cutting on it. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to cut it up. I don't want to pull it apart and tear it apart. Uh, 
I get that. I don't know how many Did you get the garage cleaned up? Yeah, somewhat. Somewhat. Did you get a roof on this thing? No. No roof. It got cold. It was supposed to rain that week. It's been nice all week. Ah, that was like a week. I don't time in the week. I got work. (laughs) You doing tomorrow? No, I'm not doing it tomorrow. I got stuff. (laughs) Oh, you're gonna do dog. Yeah, I gotta go. Pick up nugget. Yep. Pick up a puppy. Uh Uh, I hate roofing. Really hate it. You should just do it and get out of the way while it's warm. Nope. I should put Christmas lights up. I didn't take mine down this year. I was ultimate redneck. Yeah. I should put mine up now while it's warm. Yeah, that's... I always fail at that. I always say I'm going to do that, and I never leave them up because it looks trashy. This year, you're like, yes! Oh, yeah. Have you test... Have you, like, given them a hot run yet? Oh, no. No, so you're going to fire them up with, like, 77 bulbs that are going to be out? You hush your mouth. (laughs) One's going to hope that they are quality light products. (laughs) And that all the bulbs, since nothing's moved, haven't had a problem. Yeah. Are they... Do you have, like, gutter guards? Nope. So, like, have you been up there to clean the gutters and stuff? Yeah. And there, everything looks good? I always get made fun of by my wife because I clean the gutters in a rainstorm. That's the best time. That's the best time to clean them. I feel like I had this. Wait, I, I, just, I called you during I this. just clean out the end, and then it just flushes it out, and then it clogs in, you clean it out, uh-huh. it flushes it out. But yeah, every time it, like, rains real hard, I'm like, All right, I'm gonna go clean the gutters. Who knows they're clogged until it rains? Who gives a shit they're clogged until it rains? I mean, like, clog up. If it never rains, I'm not going to be preemptive and clean my gutters out. You have trees growing out of them. Yeah. Yep. I've seen that on more than one occasion. Anyway. um, What else was I going to tell you off-road this week? Cool. I did a lot. I did a shit ton, like metric shit ton of web wheel. of um, internet research on Steer 14 stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. You want to drop some of that knowledge? I mean, I can. Like, if you really search it that much, I feel like you want to talk about it. I don't know how much people want to know about it, I guess. About Steer 14s? Yeah. I feel like that's half of what this podcast is built on. What, a Steer 14? And Nuggets. Okay. I got a pump and, a like, a hydroelectric pump. Did you order one? No, I acquired one. Oh, you acquired one. Yep. Just happened to me, it fell off of a product. Can't oh. tell you where it came from, but it, uh, it's ready to go on my buggy. <laughs> Is it something similar to what they sell for that application? Same thing. Oh, really? A little higher PSI, actually, but hmm. adjustable relief valve, so we're Ooh, golden. Nice. Um, did you? So you need a RAM? Yep. And you need switches. I need an axle. Oh, wait, do you? Are you going to do a mechanical? No, or? it's going to be an electric valve. Okay. So it's electric switch. So you just push a button left, right. Uh huh. Electronic. Is it just going to hold that position that you turn it to? Yep. Mm. Yeah, so you're not going to do a return to center yet. Nope, not yet. Okay. Easily upgradable down the line because it's literally you just add the sensor and a cable. So you need an axle? Yeah. And a ram. I mean, you set, you make it sound so easy. You only need two parts, three parts. You need a toggle switch, an axle, and a ram. It's that simple. Okay. If you can find an axle with a ram on it, you only need two parts. Uh-huh. <laughs> and boom, rear steer. Like it'll bolt right under there and everything. I could order an axle and have it done, trust, rammed like out of just the box. Almost bolt in. Yeah. Be nice. I just don't know how you afford that. How much is it? 10 grand? <sighs> With everything on it? Ship. <laughs> I bet you're 11, 12 grand. Ooh, it's steep. I mean, it's not steep, it's just a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Is that in that? So you decide you're going to go with the uh, with the other knuckles, the um, weren't we talking about that 
Somebody said something like what Reed makes. Was it Reed? Didn't somebody tell you about that? What about him? Didn't didn't somebody say something in the chat about the knuckles? They make a knuckle that goes on the what was it? The kingpin axle that fits the uh, unit bearing. Is that right? Kingpin axle that fits a unit bearing. <sighs> yeah. In the in the chat with all of our like FSC buddies. Okay. Somebody posted in there and tagged you. Okay. Because I think it was Growy. Okay. Because he was listening to the podcast. I do know what you're talking about. I feel like I skimmed that. They were like nine twenty five or something like that. Work. Was uh, that the time? Are you just did you just time stamp? No, 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 no. That like, that's how much it cost. Oh. I feel like he said they were kind of expensive. Yeah, because like a regular set of knuckle or inner seas like three hundred bucks. Inner seas like or outer seas? Brand new inner seas. Huh. He was talking about a certain inner sea that I think I took an O five plus. Uh, Reed now makes a super kingpin knuckle that uses an O five plus super duty outer unit bearing, but yeah. they're like nine hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, so it's a kingpin knuckle that goes on an older. Yeah, so it goes on the axle. older kingpin axle, but takes the O five plus super duty. That's kind of sick. Yeah, but I mean, you're dropping a like thousand Derek dollars could on to knuckles. Those. Huh. That's what I mean. Yeah, but still, like you're dropping a thousand dollars on knuckles, or drop a thousand dollars on a new axle. Like, go buy an axle for five hundred and then build it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to retrust it and all that stuff. Or if you want to switch to Super Duty uh, unit bearings, you just simply buy those and buy outers and call it a day. Yeah. That's slick. It's a good, that was a good idea on Reed's part. It is. I mean, and it's I one of those. anybody else offers that. Probably not. Yeah. Um, it's one of those. Do you want to spend the money or do you want to save? You know, it, it all depends on what you want to run. Here's my, see, this is where now you've got you me said, on a tangent. You said that people typically break, what was it? I think the you're going to break the knuckle because okay, you're going to break the top of the knuckle on oh. a stock knuckle or you're going to snap the high steer arm off. You're going to snap the bolts on the high oh, steer arm. Oh, that's right. But you said you, you in your experience, you've not seen a lot of kingpin failures. The kingpin itself, it, the kingpin itself doesn't typically fail. No, it's usually the knuckle snaps in half, which is why you plate the knuckle. Okay. So then by buying this knuckle, you eliminate that. Weak yeah, because they're beef-ass knuckles. Yeah, because they're fabricated, aren't they? I don't think so. Are they cast? Are they cast? They could be cast. Yeah, Reed's got that capability. So you have, yeah, but there's still even a lot more beef on it, I'm sure. Knowing, like, they know the application they're giving, they're making it for. They're making yeah. it for fucking bouncers. Huh. Um, That's but, pretty slick. So here we go. He what's, is 14 volt weekly the tangent. tangent. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's better than listening to us bullshit about other stuff. Here's my problem. I really want to go 05 plus Super Duty Outers. You know, redrill them. Yeah. Unit bearings. Love it. Beefier. Stronger. Cool. Mm-hmm. If I back up a step and I go with a kingpin inner C, a kingpin knuckle. Hub, bearings, slug, yep, brakes. Everything is exactly the same as my front axle. Uh huh. I carry one extra hub. I carry one extra brake caliper. I carry one extra slug. I carry one extra axle shaft if I build it to the same diff offset. Probably won't. Yeah. But I carry one outer. Yeah, if you, blow, if you blow yeah. an outer, I mean, usually you fuck up the inner, but maybe who knows as little as a, as little of a part as it is. I would carry one. That's what I mean. But it's the same front and rear. Yeah. 
the brake caliper, the same, the brake bracket, the same, the hub, the same, the seals, the same, you know, see what Pad, I'm saying? Like shoes, like your pads. You could pads carry the same. a loaded caliper, a loaded hub, yeah. a loaded brake rotor and literally swap everything spindle out. No spindle, knuckle, high steer arm, every, literally everything from the sea out mm-hmm. could be swapped front and rear with one yeah. extra unit. You can just have that on hand. You just on the throw truck. that in a trailer. Yep. And you have everything from you have a knuckle, you have a high steer arm, you have a, All of a rotor, everything from the sea out loaded to where you literally blow it all apart, put it on, and be done. Huh. How, and that's what I mean. So, like, if if I could do my life over, first of all, I would never <laughs> ever pick up a four wheeling magazine because this hobby is horrible. <laughs> financial decisions wrote all over it. Yeah, you'd just be doing something else, like. But build a mini truck or something. I'd be doing some other dumb shit, pissing every dollar I can make away. You got it. So if I could go back in time, I would build the front axle with either like some reed knuckles that take an 05 Super Duty outer, or I would just take an 05 Super Duty axle, take the stock C out mm-hmm. and reed tube, you know, bore that out, reed tube it to a 14 bolt with like three and a half, four inch tubes. But I did not do that. So do I build the rear with the Super Duty unit bearing set up? Yeah. And then carry two? You know, it's not a big deal. Or, because I'm never going to rebuild another, if I'm not going to build two more steer axles, you know what I mean? Like, I I don't I'm not that baller. Um, (laughs) So do I build one to match the front? So I carry one chunk of spares? Yeah, or do you make it different? Or do you make it different? Am I gaining enough strength hear me out doing it with the super duty unit bearings to justify carrying double the spare parts hear me out let's hear it because this is my hang-up you build the rear yes you go to the reed knuckles yes you put the unit bearings in okay then shortly thereafter you sell everything on the front end from the c out from the c out mm-hmm and replace that with the same setup. Yep. Now, if you break something, you have one extra. You pop it off. Oh, God, you can't have one extra. We had this all wrong. You can't have one extra. You have to have two extras all the time. You're dealing with steering knuckles. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a left and right. Right? Yeah, the knuckle. But I mean, yeah. the spindle's the same. The yeah, hub's the stuff. same. All that shit's the same. You but throw like, all that shit in the garbage because all you have is one unit bearing. Yeah. Yeah. So you take all that stuff, sell it on the interwebs, buy the new front, and then unit bearings front and rear. I have no idea if it's even worth it. But that's my thing. thing. Is it worth it? Or do I just put... How much would it cost you to build that outer setup again? The one you have? Uh, The one I have? Pretty cheap. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's a set of plated stock knuckles. It's a set of aftermarket new hubs. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a stock brake caliper. It's a stock brake rotor. 500 bucks. It's some slugs. Or whatever. Yeah. Not very much. No. Yeah. I mean, retrospect, not much. And that's my thing. Like, how how much more dollars do you want to throw at it? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have upgrade options if you start snapping plated knuckles and all that, which I do <laughs> think the high steer arm becomes the weak point. The high steer yeah. arm bolts become that's the weak the, point I there. Think that, I think that's your only nice part. Bolts is that, are cheap, though, bro. Is that... uh that one you were looking at there from Reed, is it 
keyed. Yeah, I'm able to imagine. Yeah. I haven't looked at it specifically, but right. I would be shocked if it wasn't. If keyed. it wasn't being that built, but you could always upgrade that stock plated knuckle to an aftermarket knuckle with a keyed high steer arm, running too. the same outer same set everything. You have. Yeah. yeah. So if you did start snapping high steer arms off and you got so, tired of doing that and drilling bolts well, out, so obviously could, what you're going to do then is if you buy a high steer or if you buy a rear setup, you're obviously going to buy it with those knuckles. With the keyed high steer, it's gonna be that's gonna be one and done. Like you're buying new ones anyway, like you just do it. What knuckles? Yeah. Oh, I, I would I, have to. I would love to find somebody that has like a Dana sixty mm-hmm. that's like fucked up in the center section area, and just a, lobs the axle tubes off uh-huh. two inches from the C. Sells me the outers. Why? Oh, just to build another one. Yeah, I have just the opposite of what you need. I'm so thankful that you have not what I need. (laughs) That's what I did. I found. So when I built the front one, I found a guy. I don't know how the fuck or why the fuck the guy was selling it. Mm -hmm. I found a guy selling the stock brake components. Yeah. So the knuckles, the brake bracket, the spindle. Mm -hmm. Basically everything but out the hub. Okay. So I bought that. Which is great because I don't think I need aftermarket brakes on that. Mm -hmm. Stock brakes are plenty enough. So if I could find that deal again. Yeah. Oh, shit. And then I just found some some stock intercees on the old interwebs, cut those off, ground them out, pressed them out, and welded it back on. I'm sure if you start looking, it will pop up. Well, I'm like, oh, shit. I would just really like it if somebody had some kingpin outers that was like, Dude, I'd love to just give you these. Here we go again. I don't need them like free, but like need to sell you. I'm like, I just need you to cut the axle tube right inside the seat. Keep the shafts. If somebody was going to sell you a set of those outers. Yes. Would you then just go ahead and start building your 14 bolt? I might have already started. What? I don't got nothing else to do. Okay. That's a lie. That's why the buggy's not in the garage. Because there's a 14 bolt sitting on sawhorses. There's not a 14 bolt in the garage. Okay. But it was nice out this or, week. Or might we want to work? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So, I found okay. a pretty trick way on the internet to plug out, or not plug out, but push out the um, factory axle tubes. Uh-huh. So I'm going to try it out next week. Oh. I started it this so week. So you're going to... What was the machining you had to have done the last time? I had to have a I had to have the inner seas board out because you went to a bigger axle tube. No, thicker. Just I had him. It, he didn't really take much out of him. He just cleaned him up because oh. I essentially, actually, I lied. I think the stock fourteen bolt tube is slightly bigger than his Dana sixty tube, so he did have to take a little bit out to make him fit on the stock fourteen bolt tube. Okay. But I also had to have a sleeve machine because I did not retube that axle. I just sleeved it. I cut it and sleeved it. So That's I had right. a sleeve machine to oh, interference fit to press those together. And if you're going to do it again, you're going to just go to the chunk and retube it. Yep. That's the best way to do it from my yeah. experience. Nice. But I found a trick ass way to get those out. Okay. So you cut the axle tubes off, leave about two or three inches outside the chunk. Take a plasma cutter. It's got two plug welds on each axle tube. Right. Plasma cut that blow them out. bitch out. Just cut the whole plug weld yep. out. Then take a, I don't know, big ass piece of plate, put it on the end of the axle tube and uh-huh. just burn it on there. Okay. 
plug the axle tube. Yep. One of them. Then turn the chunk upside down or like vertical mm-hmm. in the press. Take a bar through the chunk to that plate and press that tube out. So you would block up the housing right. and you would press that tube out. Because there's a plate on it. Yep. yep. And you flip it over, weld plate on the other side, press it out the same way. Hmm. I thought that was pretty pimp. Yeah. I think you should weld a plate on, bolt it to something heavy, weld a plate to the other one, go get one of the big ass forklifts in the back lot. And just drive away fast? No, and just pick it up. Oh. Just start raising it up. And and video it. Yeah. (laughs) This is how I get fired. <laughs> Launching this fucker across the street. Um, yeah, I would probably not do that, but I mean, it would be cool if somebody else wants to go to go. I was just trying to get some good content. Yeah, I mean, it would be good content. Right. Um, so, yeah, I plasma cutted, plasma cut the out tubes. the plug welds. Oh, yeah. And I, I forgot my plate at home to weld that on oh. and then press it. So. You didn't have any spare plate just laying around? Mm, not that I wanted to cut up for that anyway. Oh, okay. I just figured you just had some random ass scrap. Laying around there. Nothing thick. The only oh. thick stuff I get, I get it in like three or four inch. I think it's four inch wide. Uh, three eighths. Um, could have just weld it right to the fork of the forklift. I could do that. Somebody See? would be pissed. But you just weld it. So here's what you get. Two forklifts. You weld. I just need to get an old fork. A bent fork. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we but, probably uh, have a bunch no, you of get those. The, you get two forklifts, right? Okay. Okay. Hear me out. And then you weld. So you stand, you cut all but two inches of that. Of the tubes. Yep. You stand the chunk up on the counterweight of one. Okay. And you weld it to the counterweight. Okay. And then you bring the other forklift over and you bring the fork down. And you, and you weld, weld it to the other. fork. Yep. Okay. And then just. Yeah. This still results in it's going to be stuck to something. Fired. That'll probably be my forehead if I'm the way I work. <laughs> one, one tube's going to pull out and the other one's not. Yeah. So you're just going to be stuck to something. It might just be a really cool looking like 14 bolt sitting on a counterweight. It's like a trophy. <laughs> What's that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Fell out of the sky, actually. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I figured I had the housing sitting around. I might as well knock it start out. Start playing with it. Get it ready to go. What's the worst case scenario? You build a 14-bolt steer and sell it? No, I'm going to put it in the back of the buggy. Okay. And that's the worst case. Steer. Oh, that's no. Worst case is just you don't wheeling do with you don't finish it. a straight axle. Oh, geez. That's worst case scenario. You guys believe this bullshit? We started out with a tube with a buggy, just trying to get a buggy running. Now we're to the point where like there's a rear steer being built. He took it for one trip, <laughs> one wheeling trip. It didn't even run right. Yeah. Comes back. Yeah. Needs a rear steer. I pretty much fixed the running <laughs> issue. I think. Well, you said you didn't do anything this week. Well, but I got plugs and wires and all that. Did done. you get it put in? No, I'm in there oh. in the garage. Oh, okay. But I mean, yeah. you said you pretty much fixed it. So I, well, I pretty there's... much did. I fucking, I you diagnosed got the it. I ordered the parts and I just got to put some plugs on like, yeah, 12 seconds. Of you do it flavor. and it doesn't work. Like, oh, so wait, I, did we talk one. about that last week? Did you switch yeah. the coils around and no, I didn't fuck with the coils yet. Oh, I haven't got it to okay. misfire yet. Sitting in the driveway. Oh, so it need to be hot. I mean, I no, had, you had it hot. I had it hot a couple times, but you couldn't I get didn't it. I did burp huh. think, oh, you know what? I did do something this week. All right. Damn it. About damn time. If I didn't say this, he would have called me out. So I'm glad I remembered it. Uh, Damn it. Who who done it? This is a humbling moment for me. Is it now? Somebody that listens to this podcast religiously was right. Great. Yep. What did she tell you? Shelby told me (laughs) that he's like, I bet you had an air pocket in the engine. Huh. And you checked it. 
And I was like, you're not, you're probably not wrong. Okay. He's like, no, I'm not wrong. Huh. So he thinks that your one fan is enough. Yep. To the extent that he told you. That I don't want to say enough because I think it, I, I think it's sufficient more, for what you're doing. But it should have done better. Huh. So you, che- <clears throat> you checked it out and you burped it. How much air did you find? A lot. So I don't know what I expected. Like the freaking geyser of bubbles come out of this thing. But I bought one of these fancy ass little funnels mm-hmm. that like goes on your radiator cap. Has the plug in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I bought one of those. Filled it about a third, maybe half. Probably about, probably about half. Uh-huh. Halfway so, up. Which is probably what a quart. Maybe a little over a quart. No, it was probably about, I don't know, two third of a gallon. Okay. That holds quite a bit. So a little over a quart. Sure. Yeah. It's probably a third to a half a gallon. Of okay. So, so that's what you had in there. Put it in there. Yeah. Fired it up. Watched it on my scan tool. Mm-hmm. Watched my temperature, closed loop, open loop. It switches over. Cool. That all works. Watch the temp going up, going up, going up. About 190, 195. I start getting some bubbles. And they're not a, not a shit ton, but there's a stream of bubbles. Little right. bloop, bloop, you know, a couple of those. Then it quit. I'm like, all right. And keep in mind, I still don't know what temperature the thermostat is on this. Like, I yeah. can guess, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I keep watching the temp, waiting for that. Like, you should see that drop in temperature when that thermostat opens. So I keep going about two, I think it was like 215, 220. I think the thermostat opens. Jesus. Start getting, yeah, well, it's stock. So that mean, makes sense. I guess. 210. Jesus. So then I start getting some bubbles. Uh-huh. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Bloop, bloop, bloop. A couple of those, and then a couple yeah. randos. Give her a good rev. I held the little throttle up, and I got a little bit more bubbles out, mm-hmm. a little bit more throttle, bubbles up, and all that. I was like, man, I don't know what I expected, but that was way less than what I expected. Okay. Okay. So I'm talking back and forth. We're texting back and forth, and I'm like, I just don't. I mean, like, I got some bubbles, but I'm not like, it wasn't a shit ton of bubbles. So they tell you to open the little the little valve on the thermostat housing. But think of it this way, and this is what he said: he said any air that comes out was in the cooling system. Yeah, it's not like it was like oh there was just a little bit here. No, it was like any of that air was in the engine. Hmm. It's because it, it come from nowhere right. else. You know what I mean? So right. literally, if you had a bubble, it was bad. Hmm. It's not horrible, but if you have like some bubbles coming out of there, yeah. You had an air pocket in the cooling Do system. Do you not have on top of the thermostat? Is there not a little bolt that you, a little Allen nope. head bolt you can unscrew? Not Nowhere on, on top LS. of the engine? Nope. Huh. So the steam port is theoretically the highest point on the top of the engine. Okay. The steam port normally goes to the radiator on an LS engine. Yeah. Not on the aftermarkets because I don't have a, a barb cool. on the radiator. So. so that is drilled and tapped into the top of the water pump. Okay. Which is normal. But so what I did is when I got it off, got it hot, warmed mm-hmm. it up, bubbled it out, pulled that steam port off. Yeah. And like shit came out. Yeah. Coolant came out. But I don't I don't know. It wasn't like a hose, like a garden hose was like purging with a, the air. It wasn't like, you know, blowing a bunch yeah. of air and coolant. But I'm not going to say there wasn't air that come out of it because mm. it wasn't an insta steady stream. But I let that run into a bucket for 
I don't know, 30, 45 seconds. I probably put another half a gallon back in the funnel to where yeah. I was like getting some coming out. To go I was going to say in. like, how much did you have? How much was in the bucket when you got done? Do you probably think? about what I put back in plus okay. or minus an eyeball worth. You know so what I mean? It wasn't a lot. No. Yeah. So I was expecting you to say you fired it up and got it to burp and your half gallon that was in your funnel disappeared. Well, so what? Riddle, <laughs> riddle me this one, Batman. So I put the steam port back on. Yeah. Topped it back up about halfway on that funnel, which is probably about a half gallon of coolant. Yep. A little less, maybe. Let it sit there. It sat around like right around 230, 235 ish. Fan running? I, that was with the fan off. And oh, then okay. I turned the fan on about 230 ish. And then it sat right there and kind of came back down to about 220 ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I didn't get really any more. It may be one or two rogue bubbles, but nothing like major. Yeah. So I was like, all right, that's enough. Had, I probably had 40, 40, 45 minutes of runtime on it at this point. You shut it so off. So I shut it off, you left the back. funnel on, uh-huh. half full. Come back. Uh-huh. How much was left in the funnel? Almost nothing. About that much. Yeah, about, about a, a half, half inch. inch at the bottom of the funnel. Well, you got to think. So coolant expands and contracts yep. with heat. Yep. So when you let it cool back down, mm-hmm. it sucked it all back in there. Yep. When you fire it back up and bring it back up to operating temperature, mm-hmm. it's going to fill something. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So do I need to add an expansion tank to the system? Do you have an overflow tank? I have a hose that comes out. And it just goes to the ground? Yep. You definitely need a tank. <laughs> but so like, I don't want to add an overflow tank. I want to add an expansion tank. So I want to put that in line. You know what I'm saying? Nope. In yeah. line with who? So I want to kind of do it like a GM factory does it where you don't have a radiator cap. You have a tank. Yeah. Like it's literally the closed expansion loop. closed loop tank yeah. instead of just an overflow can. Because like an overflow can, as far as I know, just collects coolant mm-hmm. when it pushes it out, but it doesn't really suck so it back to, in per se because it's vented anyway. Right. So that way you can. Um, so that way you can deal with that expanding and contract. Yeah. Jesus. Expanding and contraction of the fluid. I'm going to guess you're going to need a different style cap for your radiator that doesn't have a spring or a gasket. Mm-hmm. And then you have to buy whatever aftermarket thing you can find to be a tank with a radiator cap on it. Yep. And then just plumb it in. Well, that's what I mean. But like, do I need that or am I just, you know, I don't, I don't think it'd be a bad idea, but then again, I don't see why you couldn't just do an overflow tank. Well, I mean, the overflow is just going to catch it when it pushes it out. It's not going to refill. You need it. one. Yeah. You need one that has like the tube that comes in in the bottom mm-hmm. and then it has a actual, like a, it comes out the top or, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, what you're saying would be fine. If you can find that, can you find that like a billet expansion tank? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming with LS world, that's a thing, Hmm. but I'm just wondering if I don't need an expansion tank or, you know what I mean? I'm not a hundred percent educated on what I need. Cause I've never ran one before, but I've also never had like odd heating or cooling problems with this engine. So I do think air was in it and causing it to get hot fast. Yeah. I think it was a a whole lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. One of the main things was somebody was standing on the throttle. Okay. Well, you can't send it if you don't start (laughs) at the parking lot. Okay. Um, Yeah. 
So I'm not sure if I need to add an expansion tank to that, and I'm sure I'll get some messages, and I will probably post that up in the Trail Riders page because I'm interested to hear what the peoples think. What the peoples think. Yeah. Hmm. That's the worst part about doing this podcast is it's not like a live audience show. We're like, what do you guys think? (laughs) What? Well, that is a good idea. Yeah. Like, now I'm going to talk about it, and I'm going to go, I don't know. And then, like, three or four days from now, I'll get messages. Yep. That is correct. I am. I have to delete some videos. Great. I can't do anything on my phone because it's full. Great. You need to dump it onto the computer, bro. I've dumped on the computer several times. <sighs> so, yeah. No, I just, I don't know. I wasn't really doing anything. I don't really have a whole lot of shit to tear apart. I've got some gears to order and put in to the, to the axles, but I ain't got no money for that. Well, I don't yeah. spend any money on that at the moment. Um, I need to do some XO, but I don't want to spend any money on that. need to get some bump stops, but I don't want to spend no money on those. So I was like, this 14-bolt fab stuff doesn't cost me anything yet. So I can start on that and kind of give me something to screw around with this week and uh, go from there. So I just need to figure out what I want to do. But obviously, I'm in no hurry to do it. Yeah. But it's kind of a work on it when you can, put it on the side burner, put it work on it when you can, and eventually be able to swap it in. But the nice thing is I can wheel it. I'm not down while I wait for it. I can literally swap it in a weekend. So once it's all done, plumbed, ready to go, which is pretty exciting. So that's all I've got this week. I completely forgot that I did the whole radiator funnel (laughs) cap thing. Did you do anything this week? No, I didn't do a damn thing. That was like a month ago. It's strange. But I did tell Shelby, I was like, dude, I'm going to have to tell the world that you were right on the podcast. That's going to He's like, you're damn right you do. And I'm like, hey, when you're right, you're right, you know, because I would never have thought of that. But I mean. You could have you could have fucked with so many things. You could have put a shroud. You could have put eight fans on it. Blah 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 blah. Until I get that air out of there, it would have done the same damn thing. So, right. um, even if that doesn't solve my problem a hundred percent, it's definitely the root cause of overheating. So, I'm just glad I'm making some progress with it. And uh, yeah, me too. So, um, I'm ready for the next trip. Have we planned it yet? Uh, world on the street is that we may be doing a New Year's run somewhere. Yes. So stay tuned. If you're not on the Trail Riders page, what is wrong with you? Um, that is where <laughs> all this info will get shared first. Yep. Uh, do you want to review? Oh, 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 I have news. Okay. We should have talked about this earlier. I love this. I love how you just keep it's, talking and then you're like, oh, it's oh coming I forgot. Me. So. At least somebody's remembering things. As of now, as of actually like four days ago. Yep. You log on to TotalOffRoadPodcast.com. Mm-hmm. You will see in the merchandise store a sticker that is really, really expensive. You should buy it. It's up there. I mean, you can buy it. Yes. It's $100. Uh-huh. For a five-star review sticker. Yes. Now, if I would really appreciate someone if they went and spent $100 on one of these stickers. (laughs) You would definitely get a couple extra things in your care package. (laughs) However, my intention is for you to not pay $100 for the sticker, and it says so in the item description. So, 
Now what the new deal is, and I've got a list of three or four people that I have screwed over and not given stickers to, so those are going out probably Sunday. Sorry. Um, but to keep from missing these in all the messengers and the inboxes and the comments and everything. Yep. I have added the five-star sticker to the website. So it is on there. You can purchase it for a hundred dollars and I will personally call you and thank you. Uh, or you can send me a review, like your screenshotted review, right? And then I will give you a discount code. The discount code only works one time for each user. Yes. Okay. So you can't be like, hey, go buy this sticker. I'm going to get seven stickers. stickers. So it's only good one time for each user or however you want to call that. Right. But the review sticker then becomes, it takes $100 off this $100 sticker and it ships for free. So you can literally go on. It's just like you were ordering a product from the website. You go on there, you put in your shipping address, you put this sticker in your cart, you put the checkout or the coupon code in, it applies that, and it comes across as a store web order. It's super easy to track for me. I keep track of them because I can click fulfilled and unfulfilled, and then I give you a shipping notice when your stuff ships. So that is super convenient for me so that I can keep track of them. So I caught screwing people over and not giving them the free sticker. <laughs> I feel dead. bad because people like send me that and they're like sticker and I'm like, ship me your address and I'll get it. And then I forget about it. And then it gets buried in the messages. And I'm like, Oh crap. That does suck. So I have solved that problem. That's hilarious. Oh, you can't see it. I can't see anything. It's fine. <laughs> I like it. So then, so if you do a review, just send you a message. You'll give them a code. I'll give you a discount code. And boom. And yep. sticker will be on the shipping list. Yep. You mm-hmm. just literally, you complete a purchase just like you would for anything in the store. And that sticker becomes free. So nice. That's all I got. I think it'll be cool. I did have a tester that helped me out and tested that. Yeah. How'd that go? Worked good. Good. Said it worked out perfectly. Nice. And it came across. It just comes up as an order. Then I can track it. You got I can an email click fulfilled and then shipped. It gives me the notification. It's all in one spot. That's a lot easier than trying to hunt <sighs> down through the messages. That's super nice. And then, yeah. Like going back through the messages. Like, okay, what was that address again? Yeah. So. Especially when you open them at work. Like you're in the oh, middle yeah, of doing something. Like, you're like, oh, what's this? Like, oh, you open it. You're like, oh, okay, your cool. address. And then I yeah. forget about it yep. six hours later. Okay. So if you want to review stickers, send us a message or. No, just go to the website. Nope, you got to because we still need to see the review. So you okay. just send me the review oh, like yeah. you normally would, and I'm going to drop you and a code gonna, and be like, "Thank you so much for this review. Code. Here's the discount code." Nice. And then it's on you if you don't want to use the discount code. Then sorry about you. But <laughs> if I you want to buy it for hundred bucks, I'll go hey. use the hundred dollar discount code because I ain't paying a hundred dollars for no damn sticker. I mean, yeah, that's a cool sense. fucking sticker. But it ain't a hundred dollar damn sticker. I'll tell you that much. I got some information. I got some things coming soon. Steve's gonna sell it to you for fifty. Y'all need to so stick around. Steve. No, y'all need to stick around. Uh y'all need to come back. Come back next week. Because because maybe by next week I'll have it. Oh boy. But I ordered something. Ooh, girl. I'm excited. It's not for me. It's for me. Okay, it is for me. Okay. It's for you. Ooh, really? It's for looks directly at listener. 
It's for them. Oh, so it's not for me. It's for everybody. It's for a listener. I'm buying a plethora of them. Oh, Jesus. On your dime. It's probably TikTok merchandise. <laughs> no, it's podcast mer- merch. TikTok pins. No. TikTok stickers. Yeah. Yeah, sticker. I'm gonna yeah, I get you some TikTok summer shine stickers. I need you to put them all on your vehicles. <laughs> oh boy. No. No, I got something else cool. I got something in the works. And Exciting. I ordered some more review stickers. Nice. There's your hint. Nice. Yeah. So that's what I did. I did, I don't know. I did a few things this week, but mostly just grew on the on the tax. I need you to drop the Patreon info. Me? Yeah. Which Patreon info? Like how, how it works? Like, yeah, like how's it work for okay. people who are not involved with that yet? So who want free things. <laughs> right. So we moved the midweek minis to Patreon. We were working on populating those and getting the new like we're moving all midweek minis from here forward to patreon i pulled them off the website you did yep wow done okay i was on there the podcast episode and they are pulled off the website they're still on libsyn but they're not on the website oh okay you see what i'm saying yeah like they're just not you just can't listen to them on the website i can i can pull them off libsyn seriously i'll I'll leave the ones that are up up yeah fuck up that's fine yep we'll just i'll leave those up because they're already out there and like that's a good like intro in the things, yeah. Yep. Um, going forward, they'll be on Patreon for storage reasons and for just a little bit easier for us for scheduling. And uh, to access those, it costs you a minimum of a dollar. You can jump in at a buck. You can jump in at five bucks. You can jump in at fifty bucks. I don't care where you jump in. And that's it's for on the you. month. For the month, that's one dollar for the month. So for you get up to uh, four episodes four, of that for a week or four you get, a week. Good you get Lord. up to you four would get month. up to four or five midweek minis depending on how much we have structured for the month and then also you would get five extra typically half hour ish uh episodes of the behind the scenes it's basically us firing up the podcast it's ian and i goofing around having a good time you get added into the patreon message board uh the facebook messenger because it's an easier platform to chat on rather than trying to message back and forth and then you get to like join in with like the group of people that are patrons uh, that will exist until the messenger maxes out. I guess I should. What does like, that max out at? I think it's 30. Well, hey, when we get there, we'll have a that'll be have an issue. That's that'll be like now yeah, we'll figure that'll cap out. out. I don't. Yeah, I'll try to figure out something Secret else. Secret group on Facebook. That's probably what it'll have to move to. Yep. Yeah. It'll probably have to move to a, the, the, an exclusive Patreon group on Facebook. Yeah. I won't even give the name out. No. Like it just didn't. You don't yeah. even know. It'll just be a Patreon group. Like the fucktards of hidden. <laughs> yes. We love you, though. For sure. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, so, we'll probably move there. But wait, there's more. Um, oh, yeah. Well, of course, there's more. If you jump in at, over, at $10 or more, you're entered in to win um, the... You're entered in to be eligible to win the first giveaway that's coming just before Christmas. It is a $500 minimum retail value at this point. Uh, things are blowing up pretty quick on that front. So I'm hoping that as we progress towards that goal, it may even we may even be able to get higher than that. Uh, we will see what that looks like once we get there. Yeah, we'll either get higher yeah. value or we'll do it more frequently or more frequently. It all depends yeah. on what we can come up with. Yep. The more people that get in it, the more shit we're going to give away. That's a fact. And uh, so, yeah, that's what we're working on. We're just trying to get all that 
stuff going. And that is the Patreon plan so far. So if you're interested, go check it out. It's www.patreon.com forward slash total off road podcast. People were saying they had problem like searching for it on Patreon. I had a couple people, yeah, tell me that they couldn't find it on Patreon and I sent the link over and it takes you right yeah, to it. The link is on the website. I don't know what which is odd that it works. Unfortunately, that way. I'm always logged into Patreon, so I don't know how to like make it yeah. search for it. Like I am. You should do it on your phone. Oh, wait, here, I'm not logged in. Okay, I can do it. Um, find your favorite creator. We'll type in the total. So we'll do total space off road. Okay, so I don't think that's coming up. So no space total off road podcast no space. How's that come up? Nothing. I think you just effed it all up. I did. Because well, I, I honestly, I haven't searched for it on there either because I am total off a podcast. So if I'm logged in, that makes there. it tough. Yep. Okay. I'll figure this out. We're going to figure it out. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? How is it put in here? Also not available. How the fuck is that possible? Because you screwed it up. Oh, wait a minute. Uh-huh. The light bulb Surely not. just went off. Nope. Hmm. I will have to figure that out. We'll work on it. Yeah. The link but works. The link works. So it's total off or total off road podcast.com. <laughs> oh, on the website. Yeah. It's on the website. Yeah, why not just go to the website? So if you can't find the link, just go to the web, go to the total off road podcast.com and you just go right there into the little menu, the little three little bars, pull that down. I'm assuming it says Patreon. Mm-hmm. I've been on a website to look at it. That's just a link page. Perfect. Go to the link page. The Patreon link is in there. Use that if you're interested. Like I said, you go check it out. doesn't cost you a dime to go look at it. And um, if you do want to jump in, you can jump in at the minimum of a buck. So For the whole month. For the whole month. Yep. Get you everything but the giveaway. Yep. For now. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's all I got. That's all you got for Patreon. That's all I got this week. Month. Day. We need to do a last call because I'm out of shit to talk about. I was going to say, I was like, are we going to do a last call? Because like, boy, my beer is gone. I know. I need another one. Okay. Well, let's do last call and then we'll wrap it real quick. Okay. Last call. We are drinking today (laughs) a bush. Get aggressive. I got my finger in that fucking beer, which I mean, (laughs) It's great. great. All now it's got like, COVID. Yeah, finger fucked the, the hole in the beer. Um, this is, you know, I I picked this beer because I wanted to say the guy's name that brought us this. I think you've been like you've been fiending to like say his name. Yeah, because I haven't talked to him. You in missed a while. the guy. I do. All right. Well, here. Like, I feel like I got to meet him. I got to hang out with him. I got to call him a liar to his face. I yeah. got to call him a liar on my podcast. Yeah, and I still miss him. And we don't get to talk to him very much. I know. Huh. We miss you, Brad. Love you. Brad Prater. Couldn't gave us some awesome beer. Um, it's from Little Harp Harpsmith. <laughs> this is not We a, have not drank this yet on the show. No. Really? Little Harpsmith Harp God. You're never getting that. Damn out. It. Can you say that, please? Where's it at? Right I there. I can't read it. Well, neither can I. Little Harpeth? There we go. Brewing. I apparently can't say that. It is a Nashville <laughs> craft lager. <coughs> It is called Chicken Scratch. It's an American Pilsner. It's made in Nashville, Tennessee. Why did I think it was called Chicken Pin? 
Don't know. It's off road park. I don't know what to tell you. What you got there? Wheat craft and the tradition of German lagers consistent with the beers of pre-prohibition. God damn it, man. Boy. Pre-prohibition Middle Tennessee, our mission is to preserve the past, enjoy the present, and sustain the future of brewing in Nashville, Tennessee. We are dedicated to the improvement of the community and the quality of our product. We are working hard to give you the beer that you deserve. A fucking men. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when you drink a triple shot and then back it up with a tall boy Red Bull. The big one. <laughs> you start like, I'm slurring your shorts. shit on this thing. Slurring, slurring, slurring. So it's going to be a German lager. It's going to be, it's going to be like uh No, it's an American Pilsner. It's bigger than that. You're going to need to pour a lot more in that cup, bud. Dude, my she's eyes a, aren't working quite She's right, a big right cup. Now, right? Or she's a big can. There you go. That's plenty. God. <laughs> that <laughs> might have been aggressive. <laughs> no, I bet that'll be damn tits on. Watch this. Tits on. I'm looking from over here. It looks pretty damn close. <laughs> I, I mean, that ain't far off. <laughs> Within a couple oh, drips, Jesus. <laughs> I might as well just turn the can upside down on the fucking table next time. Oh, did you spill it everywhere? Oh fuck! It's oh, on it's my it's everywhere. on my fucking coaster. Hold on, I got hold on next to the nuggets here. I got a napkin. I think. Let me get down in here. Like oh oh yeah oh yeah. There you go. There's a napkin. I'm gonna need about seventeen of them, oh, bud. I only got one. We need a we need a paper towel roll in here. Oh, if somebody knew how to pour a fucking beer, I wouldn't need shit in here. Is this uh, is this mine? Yep. Okay. Well, yep. It's very light considering what you said it was. Well, it's an American Pilsner. Oh, it's an American. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, you said brewed in like the German lager. Yeah, that was their mission statement, I believe, that I read. Yeah, I got you. Because that, it's, I mean, that's about the extent of the can. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's their Nashville craft log. It's a certified Nashville craft lager. Hmm. Neat. Doesn't even have the percentage get? on the th- oh. Hmm. No, it just has the canned on date, but it doesn't have like a percentage. I mean, it's an American Pilsner, so it's not like it's going to be want that the sound. Heavy. I want a sound clip of somebody like spitting this bag, like you know, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, uh, all I'm saying <laughs> is like. I want that sound People clip. do this shit on, on podcasts, on TVs, on YouTube. Yeah. Where they review something every week, and they're always like, this is the best shit ever. It's not been the case. We've had some shitty beers. This is kind of sour. We've straight up given shitty beer reviews on this podcast before. It has happened. Ian, so we Ian are honest. I just, oh, it's cold beer. Crap, I you it. have, no, mm-mm, false. I'm not sure how I feel about this one yet. I think I like the cocaine better. It's cocaine, but <laughs> thanks for coming to the party. I love that so many people were upset that I said it wrong. They're like, oh, he's just a fucking idiot and was making a joke. I'm like, no, no, I straight up thought it was cocaine and it will forever will be known as cocaine. Like, I'm probably going to get punched by a I fucking love- Canadian <laughs> when I go up to Canada, eh? And I'm like, hey, hey you need cocaine. cocaine. What the fuck is that? I need a beer, not a bag of cocaine, dude. <laughs> then he just fucking lays me out in a bar. <laughs> fucking Americans. Yeah. Uh, well, when we take our company complete off-road snowmobiling trip later, we might venture up to Canada. Oh, really? Eh? Eh? Yeah, we're going to do a company outing this year. Hmm. Like a snow- I never rode a snowmobile. Really? I can't say that I have either. I can't imagine... Have I? That I would be bad at mm. it. Ah. 
I've pretty much come to the determination that I am decent at everything in life. Yeah. Absolutely everything I've ever tried, I've been decent at. Everything that you've wanted to try. No, literally everything I've done. Hmm. Like, I'm good at shit that I don't even be good at. Like? I don't even know. Axe throwing. I showed up and was pretty fucking good at that, and I was drunk as shit. (laughs) That's why you're good at it. That's fine. But that's (laughs) what I mean. But, like, there's very few things that I, like, excel in Uh life, personally. At least that's how I Diesel mechanic. Like, I feel like I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. (laughs) Not bad. But like somebody's paying you to do it, so you're not terrible. Yeah, like riding a snowmobile. Like I feel like I could, I feel like I could do that. I might fall off a couple of times, but I feel like I can do it decent. Yeah. How hard is it to fall off of a snowmobile? I bet it's fucking harder than you think. No, I bet it's easier than you think. Sorry, not harder. Oh, like I feel like I feel like it's one of those things you get on and expect it to be like a powered like. Oh, this is no, you know, do, do, yeah. do, do. and then 100, like hundred horsepower sled. But that's what I mean. You're putting so much <laughs> fucking power in them things now that like. Bro, I bet it's a fucking blast, though. Oh, yeah. They're talking about some of them things. A run, uh, was it 120 mile an hour? Oh, yeah. More. I've always wanted a snowmobile across a fucking, like, a lake. Uh-huh. Just wide open. Yeah. Whoa, Back in the uh, 80s and stuff like that, when the, when we used to get snow here. I've got a helmet. I can go snowmobile. Yeah, the when we used to get snow here in Illinois. You believe that? That was actually a thing. And yep. uh, my dad and my uncle would jump on the snowmobiles in St. Joe. Yep. And ride right down 150 into Urbana mm-hmm. and go to the gas station my uncle used to, or my grandfather owned. And uh, he said they were out there. They ran, rode into town, riding all over town, stuff like that. And they come pulling up to a stoplight. They're using like signals like their actual stuff. Yeah. And this cop car pulls up like cat, you know, across from them. Yep. And they're like, huh. And like, obviously illegal. Not supposed to be riding snowmobile oh, yeah. on the road. <laughs> this cop turns his lights on like he's going to get somebody. They said they opened him sleds up and didn't didn't let off the throttle until they got to St. Joe. Yeah, like, bro, what are you going <laughs> to fucking, it'd take you five minutes to get going on this fucking sheet of snow and ice. He's trying to catch two sleds on snow. Yeah. Right. Come get some, bud. <laughs> Can you imagine watching that, though? <laughs> Just cop turns his lights on, Aww, two yeah. sleds take off, or like, shuts his lights back off and goes yep. to the donut shop. I was just joking, bro. I wasn't even gonna come after you. <laughs> I was just kidding. I just screwing with just you. Just kidding. Uh, yep. But no, great. that's what I mean. Like, I feel like it'd be a fucking blast. I just, I've never done it. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably something well, I should. Four I think, wheelers, so we always screwed around on four wheelers and right. not snowmobiles because four wheeler you could use all the time. Right. You know, a sled you use like three days a year back here. It's like a jet ski. Yeah. Yeah, or worse actually. Those here. Sucked. Yeah, well, yeah, for here. Like, I've jet always ski's wanted great to. So my, let's see, aunt and uncle had a house up in Monaco, which is like Northwoods of Wisconsin. Like, yeah, it's like 30 minutes from the fucking Canadian border. So we'd go up there all the time. And my God, that country is gorgeous. We were, yeah, we were Love up it. in, we were just north of Eau Claire. Yep. And uh, it was up there at Moose Lake. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it looks like in the wintertime, but the summertime was pretty cool. Yep. They had a uh, they had a house on a little lake right outside of Monaco. There's a lake up there. Yeah. There's just huh. fucking nine billion of them. <laughs> um, but so we would always go down to Monaco was the closest town to where they lived. Um, and so we would go to Monaco and they had all the like the shops downtown. Yeah. But then they had Lake Monaco was there with a big boating community. And when it's not frozen as fuck. And uh, they do like ski shows 
Yeah. And shit like that. And oh my God, it was such a blast to watch. How wild is this? Yes. Northern Wisconsin. Canada. Yeah, Canada. Where all these like little lakes are at. And like you get up there and you can't like, you have to turn every five seconds so you dodge a lake. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You can't stand in one spot, throw a rock and not hit a lake. That is a fact. And it blows my mind every like, maybe not every, but like a lot of the small towns you come into have like a downtown business district that is like a giant tourist area. It's like a fucking Hallmark movie. Yeah. It's like the Almost, downtown yeah. scene in a Hallmark movie. Similar. Oh, I loved it. That's because all the Hallmark movies are filmed up in Canada. Yep. Uh-huh. I loved it. I loved going up there. That That's area what blows is my mind. so beautiful. We went to, I can't remember the town now that they live outside of, um, but up there we went into that small town. And they had all these little shops that had like all this touristy stuff. You could mm-hmm. go buy all these things. I'm like, there's such a there's such a large amount of people that come here to vacation that you have enough revenue to open a store. Yeah. Not even one, but like a plethora yep. of stores selling things. Oh man, there used to be, and I'm sure it's changed now. I've been up there in a few years. Um but they used to have everything from like homemade gift shop kind mm-hmm. of stuff to like there was always one store downtown that was just like full of like NASCAR and football memorabilia, really? which is like, oh, my. That was back in the like in the mid to late 90s when that shit was freaking hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was so cool as a kid to walk in there and just be like this huge store of NASCAR race memorabilia and football memorabilia like. Just, I mean, fucking everything you could think of. It was hacked. But you'd have everything like that. Little ice cream shops. I mean, dude, it was just so fucking pimp. Nobody's in a fucking hurry to do anything because they're all on vacation (laughs) or they live there and it was great. No, wild. We'd go down. We'd we'd stay. There was one hotel. We'd stay right off the the Lake Monaco and you'd fucking fish right out the backyard of the hotel. Yeah. Oh, it was pimp. I wish this COVID thing wasn't going on. We wanted to go up to Wisconsin this year. Like we want to go back up and visit them. Yep. Take the baby up there. But I always wanted to go up there snowmobiling. It's just I never went. My parents are like not doing that because I don't. It's cold. Not their thing. Oh, yeah. And uh, so we <laughs> were more go, beach by, we beach going on a family vacation in the middle of Monaco winters. Like they would always, my aunt and uncle would always go down to Gulf Shores or Arizona or whatever yep. for the winter. And uh, it snows a fuckload up there. Right. But up there, there's all these little restaurants and bars and shit in the backwoods that you like literally just ride snowmobiles like from restaurant and restaurant to bar to bar. There's the fucking four lane highways up there. You've got snowmobile crossings like the (laughs) pavement is it's I think they I might be wrong. I'm probably say this wrong. Piss somebody off, Chris. Uh, the asphalt highways are, it's like a crossing for snowmobiles, but they turn it into concrete like above it. No, like they literally cut a section of the road out uh-huh. and it's like concrete. Really? It's because it doesn't tear up the road with the tracks of the snowmobiles. Oh, whereas it would chew up the asphalt or something like that. Right. It's well, f- if they have spikes on the tracks. Yeah. Something like that. But there's like literally like fucking signs and it's like a crossing for mm-hmm. snowmobiles on the freaking highway. And then these trails that go off in the woods. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's always been a dream of mine to go snowmobiling up there. Well, talk to your new co-worker. Co-worker. Or a company yep. picnic. Yeah. I don't really want to, like, I want to go fast once or twice. But, like, I just think some bombing through the woods on a snowmobile up there would just be freaking. Pimp. I just want to go where there's, like, eight, ten inches of snow and go snowwheeling. Oh, yeah. 
I'm going to so, fly out to the PNW. Yeah. One of these years, and I'm going to just snag a ride snag, with yep. somebody on a wheeling trip. Let me know when you're doing that. I want to go. Oh, my gosh. Go do um, the Rubicon in the winter. Yeah. That'd be sick. I'm just going to fly in, though. I'm just, no fucking <laughs> desire to even take my shit out there. Yeah. Not even for a Instagram picture. Like, just no. Uh, you're not big enough. I, I don't have a lot of things right for snow wheeling, and I do not have any design. Like, those guys that do that shit run different tires, different suspension setups, yep. and they switch that shit from season to season. I'm like, that is the coolest shit to me. <laughs> and I don't, to them, it's you probably think, like, I don't know what we do, but you like. Think, you think your hobby is expensive? Imagine having bro. a spare set of 49s just yes, laying around. That's what I mean. Like, that is so <laughs> incredible that they just like, oh, winter wheeling season, let's completely transform the rig. Nice. And then to see the shit they go through, and I'm like, that is re- like fucking three ridiculous. feet of snow. Like, when listen it, to us. Yeah. When it looks fucking ignorant, yeah. On a picture, oh, yeah. It's four times that. Because <laughs> I don't know how when we go wheeling, it's like, <laughs> look at this, look at this ledge. Yeah, it looks like the fucking Walmart parking lot. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's not. Yeah, it looks like the Walmart parking lot. Yep. Like the loading dock out back of Walmart it looks steeper than that. <laughs> So I know that that shit looks insane. It's ten times worse that. Yeah. Uh, I just it, I just want to go so bad, but mm. I don't want to go go. I just want to show up and ride to somebody. Be insane. That'd be awesome. I would what like do you to think go, about this beer. I didn't like it that much when I started drinking it. Like I was like, eh, I don't know. But uh, as I keep drinking, I'm like, yeah, this is definitely a good cold beer. It doesn't have the flavor that you drink it and you're like, oh, shit, that's good. It's something. But it doesn't. It's like. It's not bad. It's just. It's. I want to call it sour, but it's not sour. It's like if you took three or four uh, Miller Lights and like press them together in flavor. It's got so layers. It's that, it's, that, it's that Pilsner taste. It's just a really like strong Pilsner taste. I don't know. It's good. It's not. It's bad. a good drinking yeah. beer, but it's just I don't. I guess do here's get, my. Do thought. you get a hint? Do you get a hint of like not a hint of? Does it rimness of a IPA to you? Yeah. Okay. This to me, like the hops are like fruity almost or something. Here's how I describe this. Okay. Craft Miller Light. <laughs> yes, that's exactly like Craft Miller. Not even Miller Lite, yeah. We've got a brewery here, uh, Riggs. Riggs. They do a American, what do they call that? They call it American Lager. So it's an American There's Lager. This, yeah. Okay. Couldn't imagine. It's been a while since I've been mm-hmm. there, Yeah. unfortunately. Right. So they do an American Lager. They're a German-style brewery. They do things traditional through and through, but they do an American Lager that they grow their own corn and all this stuff for. Things, yeah. And to me, that is a craft Bud Light, like a craft mainstream light beer right and this to me i would say is a little bit better than like a bud light level mm-hmm. i don't want to put like miller light on a pedestal per se <laughs> but like it has more flavor than a bud light yeah but at the end of the day it's a very simple basic beer but i don't say that in a bad way because if somebody likes bud light miller light whatever coors yeah. light a light beer and you gave them this you could pretty much pass this off as a like mainstream light beer. I think that and somebody wouldn't know that it's not. And then you go, oh, by the way, that's craft beer. And then they get all pissed off at you. And that could be. You know what they I mean? Would, there's 
it has, I think you could pass off cocaine that way for sure. Oh, yeah. You could give somebody a can of cocaine and they would never know. Yep. Like, they'd be like, damn, this is really good. Yeah. Um, But I think with the chicken scratch, the it's hops. It's almost got more flavor. The hops are, are almost fruity. Yeah. I know I'm like wine talking like you know like you're like no they're has, just a sweeter it has notes they're, of they're no, but yeah it's of definitely the, like floral hops they're not the, I guess like so, you yeah. get that like chewed on grass it's not it's that. more on the fruit side of it yeah i don't know i think it's a good drinking beer it's just it doesn't yeah you're not gonna drink this and go oh fuck that's delicious i'm gonna bet you a you're ten dollar bill this. it's better in that glass than that can i bet you drink it out of the can you don't like it yeah there's not much I drink out of a can that I really enjoy other than Bush Light. Yeah. Bush Light Apple. When you can oh, find it. Oh, God. There's one in there. I know. I got snagged earlier. I was like, mm, Bush Latte, Bush Apple. My wife still hasn't tried it. Oh, no. So if I drink it, it's a problem? She don't care. She drank your shit. No. <laughs> don't get pissed at me. Drink She's your been beer. She's white clawed it here lately. Has she? Yeah, well. Yeah, I think this is a good beer. I, you could give this to somebody who, I don't like craft beer. And they would like it. And you go, ha, ah, suck it. It's craft beer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's like a, I said, it's a clean, bet, it's a good clean beer. I'll bet you the flavor that I'm tasting is the brewery's like house note. Yeah. You know how every, every brewery has their own certain kind of like flavor, flavor? profile that yeah. they go yep. for. Yep. I'll bet you that that is what that flavor is. It's a good beer though. It's definitely not bad at all. Thanks, Brad. Appreciate you. Yep. To go see that. I wasn't sure about it at first, but now that I've made it through a few ounces of it, I'm like, this is pretty good. I can definitely keep drinking this. This shit would be damn good out in a pool. Oh, damn. You know what I mean? Like real hot. Fourth of July. Mm hmm. Yeah. You'd kick back a whole case of that and be like, oh boy. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't have a percentage on here, but I'm sure. Dangerously high. I bet it's higher than you think it is. I bet it's a six ish. Let me look it up. Let me give it a quick googs. See if we can Google it up. I um, bet you. I bet you it's uh, between five eight and six three. You gonna tell them about what Reddit told us about the Patreon? Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, okay. So we looked up Patreon. I was I was digging and digging and digging trying to find out why you guys can't find the Patreon while searching within Patreon. So if you go to Patreon.com and you try to search to offer a podcast, it will not come up. And the reason for that is because Ian's a dick. I just use the word fuck a lot, okay? <laughs> it's because the content within our Patreon is explicit. Uh, I don't know if I said it that way or if they de- deemed it that way, but it either way. Be, it should be that way. It is that way. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, let's be honest. If your 12-year-old kid stumbles onto us, I mean, like, he's going to come walk out of the bedroom like, well, fuck that show. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So uh, it's explicit and it will it is not searchable within Patreon. So you have to directly link it up. Like I said, patreon.com forward slash total off road podcast or go to total off road and go to the links section. And that will there'll be a link there for the Patreon if you want to check it out. Blame PayPal for that, by the way. Not a problem. I don't care. It's fine by me. Um, yes, sir. This is a very interesting read that I'd like to read for you. Is this for chicken pen or chicken? Chicken scratch. Chicken scratch. Chicken shit. (laughs) (laughs) This is the description of the beer. Okay. A crisp and refreshing traditional American Pilsner made from malted barley, locally grown corn, and America's only native hop variety. 
This beer has a slight residual sweetness from the corn and floral herbal hop aroma. Chicken Scratch is light on the palate and flavorful, listed as a classic example of a pre-prohibition. God damn it. That's the second <laughs> fucking time. It's listed as a classic example of a style of 27F, which is a pre-prohibition lager. It sounds like a pretty accurate So this is like an old school throwback to a pre-prohibition era lager style beer. Pilsner. That's what I meant. Same difference. So what did you say the content on this bad Larry was? I was saying between 5.8 and 6.3. 5.25. I'm pretty, I was a little high. Available year round. Five and a quarter. Color is medium straw, yeast, lager, bittering hops, cluster, finishing hops, cizaz, malt, pilsner, and non-GMO white corn. Okay. You said that it was the color was light straw, medium straw, medium straw. I had never heard. I don't believe that I've ever heard that color, like that description for a color until yesterday. Oh, really? I, I cured that pan. I seasoned that pan in the oven. Yep. And somebody commented on it and said that color you're seeing is, is dark straw. And I was like, the fuck did you that's what I was like, the fuck are you saying? And then he like some other people started commenting on that. And then he was like explaining it like light straw is like 350 is like 350 degrees. Uh, Medium straw is like 400 degrees. And then dark straw is like 450 to 500 on uh, on metal as metal like. Um, I refuse to accept that as a measure of anything <laughs> because God damn it. It is the 21st fucking century. We do not need to be comparing the color of my beer to fucking straw. <laughs> the fact that I know what color straw is upsets me. Like I should not be that redneck, but I just like, thought that it. was, I just thought that was really interesting. I was like, I'd never heard that. Apparently it is a measure is of color a thing. Yeah. Cause I'd heard of it until I right now. It's a South thing. Fuck. You know what I mean? I hope not. Maybe that fellow that was commenting was from the South. Dude, I had some Southern people upset. Yeah, because you done fucked up cast iron, bro. (laughs) I didn't fuck it up. It works great. Oh, you're not a purist. Oh, yeah, I know. This son of a bitch came from the farm store. This is not an OG cast iron skillet. You need to calm the fuck down, Karen. It says Lodge. (laughs) Fuck, it says Lodge because they mass produce these in fucking China. China. Taiwan. China. Actually, you know what? They're actually USA made. Russian components, American components, they're all made in Taiwan. <laughs> if you get that Ruby reference, we can become lifelong best friends. I don't. No, I'm talking about friends. <sighs> I want to see somebody comment that they know what movie that's from, and don't you fucking Google it either. Okay. Don't be no fake ass lifelong friend of mine. Be a true, holy shit, I know what he said. Um, with that being said, I got shit to do, so we gotta go. Okay, let's uh, wrap this thing up. We're getting kind of long anyway. Hopefully this was a decent episode. I don't know what you guys thought of it, but... We're getting back on track next week with some guests and some cool shit. We've been lazy. I admit yeah, it. We've just been busy. Distracted. God, it's been... Going on. It's like, it has fucking flown by the last couple of weeks. Yes. Sucks. When you, like, look up and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. It sucks. So, uh, um, go check us out on our other uh, media platforms. Join us on the Trail Rider page. Answer the questions at uh, Facebook. Trail Rider, Total Off Road Podcast. Trail Riders. What? I, 
bumped my phone and had like a panic attack <laughs> like it was falling over. Uh, we have a Facebook page. You can go check us out over there on Facebook, just a regular page. Uh, you have total underscore offered underscore podcast on Instagram and TikTok. We have my personal page on Instagram is low underscore K E E underscore X J and Ian's is offroad underscore Ian. We also have a YouTube channel. Go check that out. If you're not subbed up to the YouTube channel, stop, stop that. Just go sub up now real quick. I won't bother you that much. Just, I'd like to see some more subs on there. I know we have more than I'm telling we you, we have way more listeners than we do subscribers. You on don't even YouTube. know this. Yeah. Because I'm work behind the scenes all the time. Yeah. There's some cool shit happening mm-hmm. for our YouTube channel in 2021. Okay. In 2021. All right. If you say so. I don't know what you're doing, but I ain't going to do nothing. That's the best part about it. It's just going to do itself. It's going to happen. Really? It's exciting. Oh, I think I know what's going on there. Mm, you should be able to guess it. I have a feeling. I have. Oh, some event coverage. Yeah. 199 subscribers on Total Offer Podcast, and I can guarantee you there are more than 199 if you listen to this podcast. That is a fact. I have the numbers. Statistically proven fact. <laughs> Go to get on there because I promise you there's some content coming soon that you will not want to miss. Yeah. That's all I got. In the podcast every week, and I have pictures with it. And usually, usually they're good photos. Who doesn't like pictures? Join the Patreon. You'll get the uh, inside scoop. And I think that's all we got for you. Awesome. You ready to wrap it up? Let's wrap it. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Total Offer Podcast, and we'll catch you on the trail.